Today's Video Game Apocalypse is brought to you by HelloFresh. Visit HelloFresh.com and use promo code VGA30 to save $30 off your first week of deliveries. And welcome to episode 233. Good lord, how we've been going this long. A video game apocalypse. <laughs> I am your host, Michael Raparez. Who dares laugh? Uh, uh, Chris Classic Antista. And, and Dave awaiting his Best Buy shipment Stop of an it. SNES Classic. Right Stop in. it. Uh, and special guest. Henry Gilbert awaiting his two shipments from Ooh, Best Buy. Oh, you gonna scalp one? Um, it, one one is promised to a ah, good buddy. Ah. And if that's that not per- me, right? No. Okay. Good. And good to know. Good to know. Still don't have one. Still don't well, have one. You're listening to this right now, and I'm scr- I'm riding around on a bike to the Home Alone Airport music <laughs> from Best Buy to I, Target. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's like this weird spirit of anticipation because, of course, the SNES Classic mm-hmm. or SNES Classic or Super NES Classic or Super Nintendo Classic uh, comes out this week, yeah, by the time this, this Friday. By the time this episode posts, it'll be out. We'll be streaming it. By the time this episode Chris. posts, I'll be done saying different variations of SNES Classic. Yeah, yeah. but uh, you should text Chris as soon as this episode posts, uh-huh. like 3 or 4 no, a.m., no. wake you up just in time to go to Target and maybe be the last in line to get one. I'm not doing that again. Uh, I, I waited in line for the NES Classic and got burned like a motherfucker. I saw the shipment orders that they said there'd be... By the way, this week's top five is all about... Uh, yeah, the top five. Related to the SNES yes. Classic. Uh, that's why we're talking about this. Uh, I, I saw the stock orders. Yeah, it's like 240 I did. For the, the Best Buy over here, it's yeah. almost 300 but I don't know how much that accounts for pre-orders. Because it seemed like mm. everybody who was around to get a pre-order got one oh, yeah. while I was and fucking camping. Be, but well, those, some can be in-store pickup, I think. I, yeah, I was never able to choose. Away, I, was, yeah. I had to choose ship like to me when mm-hmm. I, I, got, I was also like oh, I can't believe I got it like I am not going to change anything about this order Every, whatsoever this, this, it's like a fucking movie everyone I know has one and I can't have one <laughs> well, uh, well there, there's I, like Barton you haven't seen it Gene I know there, there's a lot of it's got all the games Dustin Hoffman <laughs> Michael Jackson <laughs> I think there's a lot of anticipation and speculation about whether or not there'll actually be enough to go around Reggie Fisame of course very famously said don't pay more than $80 yeah. for really one like we will have that. plenty this time save that money and buy a big Bigfoot pizza. Yes. <laughs> That's what he says, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Well, he, for Nintendo to give a message to fans to not play into scalpers, yeah. I thought was the biggest, boldest I, move they've done in a I long just, time. I want it to be true. I mean, you I want you, I want I you to have... I don't think you would have said it if, you was, if it wasn't because, true. Because, well, well, I mean, the greedy element is, like, I don't want to sit with this, like, with the S, with the NES Classic. Mm-hmm. I held on to that for, like, two weeks, like, do I, do I play this? Or do I, do, do I put it, yeah. flip it on eBay? And I like I debated with myself and eventually like fuck this. I'm going to open it. I'm going to play it because I want to enjoy it and not Henry just the, 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 the 150 dollars or whatever I make extra on it. I, it won't be worth I, it. It won't be worth it. I sold one game in my life, Pantier Dragoon Saga, yeah. to pay for fucking books for community college because I'm a fucking low life pleb with no real <laughs> oh, money. Mm. Uh, I've, I've regretted it ever since. The amount of like enjoyment I'd have yeah. if I still had that game on my playable Saturn yeah. is not worth the $170 <laughs> I made in 2003. I my, wish I never did it. <laughs> my stance is that I think he I think he believes that. I think that even if they made quadruple mm-hmm. the amount at launch of SNES that they made of NES, 
I think there is four times the demand now just mm-hmm. within the speculator market mm-hmm. that even if they meet demand, I think they'll be making more over time. But I do think I think a lot of people are going to be SOL uh, when this episode goes on hear this Friday. Yeah. At launch, maybe. But yeah. I don't want to hear that at all. But <laughs> the, the fact that Reggie, like, not only said don't pay more than $80, but acknowledged that there is that scalper market. Yeah, because he can't acknowledge, it's he, kind he of can't a, confirm stuff. He can't uh, confirm new shipments. No. And he can't confirm numbers, but he can confirm, unlike the last time, where it, like if it was on a store shelf, it was like seeing Bigfoot. <laughs> like, you never saw it. Yes. Uh, yeah. I, I think he's saying but there will be continued shipments. And they said they support it through 2018, which they did not do with the SNES yeah. Classic. But here's what also... One, we have a YouTube video on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash time. Henry's there. Brett's there. Reviewing every game in the SNES Classic. Mm-hmm. No offense to the NES Classic. I hooked it up, and I played it several times. Those are all games I've either have on other platforms or I've played to death, and I do enjoy having it on my yeah. in my living room. It's not in the game room. It's so like when my girlfriend's sister comes over, we can yeah. both play Mario Brothers together. The SNES Classic is filled top to bottom with excellent, yeah. excellent, way more playable games than yeah. the NES Classic and Star Fox Two, and also Yoshi's Island, which has never been properly. It's a emulated. much better product, mm. and I felt like last time I was in that line, I was competing with. Well-worn nerds mm-hmm. and people my age. This time, that that is expanded. Mm-hmm. I, I'm competing with younger people, like 20-year-olds, who are going to get up early and wait in line longer than me for this. Gonna I'm terrified. They're going to dab the whole time. Flip they're, water they're gonna, bottles over. Yeah. Oh, they're they're not going to be able to compete. They're going to show up in their Pikachu oh, hats. And they're going to keep it so hundred. Hit them. Hit them. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be... Oh, it's... Uh, but yeah, I hope... Yeah. Uh, so, well, my, I haven't been able to check the status of my orders yet, I but... Uh, well, because I did guest orders, and then when I try to check the guest orders, it's like, we don't find it, but I... I haven't been refunded my uh, two eighty-seven dollar payments on pay- uh, on PayPal, yeah. so we'll I, see, we'll see if it ships. I do have that that fear of I I pre-ordered it on Best Buy and I have other orders on Best Buy, and every once in a while I have to check one of those orders, mm-hmm. and I'll be like, okay, don't click on the SNES Classic because you might accidentally click on it, then might accidentally click cancel and. <laughs> I, and I, I do want to acknowledge, me, as, me not as mad it. and frustrated as I am, my biggest frustrations are in life are, where is my SNES <laughs> Classic, the $70, $80 item containing $500 of games I could never have, <laughs> and where is my movie pass, the magical <laughs> card that gives me every movie I want to see for $9. God damn it, I could flip the table! <laughs> like, but it's the greatest time to be alive mm-hmm. if you're one of us. Yeah. Where are your Oasis goggles, the virtual reality goggles that will give you access to everything you, the Where human race has ever made? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Where, I, it's just, what a good time to be alive. It is good. Nightmare, Elm yeah. Street Nightmare is still good despite people listening to it. We're discussing a minor... We uh, just might get nuked. That's A sucks, podcast explosion. Well, our, our show's got nuked. If you were subscribed, oh, yeah. you need to read <laughs> Subscribe, yeah, please, because all of our fucking stats got real. Yeah. Just check exploded. in podcast or yeah. check in the iTunes podcast. Uh, I, our shows that. found out what it was like to be dunked in a toilet for the first <laughs> time ever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> VJ Apocalypse, you bum, get dunked. Um, but, but anyway, uh, yeah. so our top five this week is related to the SNES Classic, which, Ooh. as you know, has what twenty one games on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but of course, if you put twenty one games into a thing that are popular, every Everyone on the internet will line up and say, well, what about this game? And we are no exception. So this is what what's about to follow is our top five very subjective list of five games that should be on the SNES Classic. And we'll get to that right after this. 
Hey guys, thanks for listening thus far. I just want to take a few seconds to tell you about our sponsors this week, HelloFresh. If you're anything like me, you probably hate to cook. You probably eat out all the damn time. Even if you can cook, the thought seems like a lot of trouble. HelloFresh has a solution that will make cooking easy and fun. And if you visit HelloFresh.com and use promo code VGA30, you can save $30 off your first week of deliveries. So we tried out HelloFresh. They sent us three meals in bags that say, this is going to be fun. And while that seemed like a specious claim, it turned out to be true. We got the classic box, which had the honey glazed pork tenderloin with sweet potatoes and green beans, spiced Dijon salmon with apple arugula salad and couscous, and the juicy Lucy burger with tomato onion jam. The ingredients were fresh and didn't require a whole lot of pre-prep. They send you ingredients measured out exactly how much you'll need. They have step-by-step picture instructions. It's almost like putting together a piece of furniture from a popular Swedish retailer. So if you sign up with HelloFresh, you can order a classic box, a veggie box and a family box. These are scalable, customizable orders. You can get three, four, or five different meals per week, depending on how much you want to do, designed for two or four people, and end up costing about 10 bucks a meal per person. New recipes are created every week, and HelloFresh employs two full-time dietitians to ensure each recipe is nutritionally balanced. So once again, to take advantage of our offer, visit HelloFresh.com and use promo code VGA30 to save $30 off your first week of deliveries. All right, well, let's jump in with the top five, finally. To to put this together, this Mm -hmm. is the top five games that should be on SNES Classic, Mm -hmm. but aren't. Uh, I went to all of you, and I tried to get some sort of consensus going. And the caveat is that it has to be an exclusive game, right? Yes. The thing with the SNES Classic is, like, all of the games, even the third-party ones, are exclusive in one way or another. Yeah. Like, Street Fighter 2, not necessarily exclusive, but that version of it, that Street Fighter 2 Turbo, was exclusive even to Super Japan Nintendo. Even got a well, different one. It got, yeah. su- it got Super. Mm. Uh, oh. I got a version of Super. Oh, yeah, oh. That, that would have been better, but again, not exclusive. That not exclusive, and I don't consider it synonymous with Super Nintendo. Yeah. I played the most... That's This is... What it's is it? Street Fighter 2... Turbo mm-hmm. is the one I played most in Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. And also, I'm, I'm also doubt- glad mm-hmm. Alpha 2 for the Super Nintendo did mm-hmm. not make it yeah. on because that was the first time I played a Super Nintendo game that had load times. Wow. <laughs> Yikes. Hmm. Uh, yeah, and there's not going to be any sports games on this list because I don't think nope. any of those were exclusive mm-hmm. Also, we're, nice as we're NBA Jam is. flabby nerds. We don't like those yeah. things. Oh, but everyone loved NBA Jam. <laughs> yeah, but it, oh, that's the, the things they got through Board licensing I'm still astounded by, but I guess they're all people... It's all things that are owned proprietarily by digital de- developers. If it was licensed, it's fucked. Yeah. yeah. So, and there also aren't going to be any Super Famicom exclusives on yeah. this list, as I discussed with Michael. We talked about before. that. Yeah, because there are at least two Super Famicom, well, really mm-hmm. three that I think would absolutely be on this list. But they, it would just make this the list of RPGs, yeah. and, and then we'd be we'd be fighting over uh, Hank's Dragon Quest V, and what else? What was the other? It would one? be Dragon Quest V, Final Fantasy V, and though I've never played it, it would be Second in Setsu Three. Ah, oh loves. yeah, mm. that's a good one. Did those ROMs and get officially translated? Not Second in Setsu Three never did. Oh, the, the the SNES ROMs, no. But Final Fantasy V, you can play that in English yeah, eighteen yeah. different yeah. ways. And Dragon Quest V also came out on the DS. But I think that would be the issue. And, and I would have just mm. been fighting for. Terranigma and Macross Scramble the Valkyries. Can we say that word? Terranigma? <laughs> oh, I'm not saying it. <laughs> Terra Enigma? Uh, but, but Final Fantasy V is what is my my second favorite Final Fantasy next to one on this list, I think. Uh, and so... 
Uh, It's not on here. Well, let me just say, everybody should read Chris Kohler's awesome book from Boss Fight Books that just came out about Final Fantasy V. Those Boss Fight Book ones, they're usually really good, and they're just like long essays discussing the game and its creation. But he did extensive interviews with Hironobu Sakaguchi and the other uh, director on the game on its creation. Like, it's an amazing book. Everybody read Chris Kohler's Final Fantasy V uh, Boss Fight Books book. Meanwhile, Dragon Quest V... If you love Chrono Trigger, you should play Final Fantasy. Uh, you should play Dragon Quest V because it is basically the first step for Yuji Hori to Ooh. Chrono Trigger. It is the same, has the same kind of emotional depth, the same kind of ta- time traveling stuff. It is bar none my favorite Dragon Quest is Dragon Quest V. Get it on the DS. Okay, I'm done. All right, <laughs> good. Number five. Uh, if you imagine the ground zooming up rapidly uh, at you when you heard that, you know that this is what game? Actraiser. Actraiser, yeah. This was one I think all of us agreed on, more or less. Mm-hmm. And oh, a little is, bit. It is weird to me that this is not on the SNES Classic. Oh, oh. because It's an NX game, right? It is an NX game, but like when the Super Nintendo was launched, like this was heavily part of the hype in Nintendo. Yeah. Well, it was. It was, like, was the third-party support that, yeah. will it be there? Oh, it is immediately. Instantly, mm-hmm. it's there. It was It was all about this and Final Fight mm-hmm. and Nintendo's games, of course, like Pilot Wings, which isn't on this list for yeah. some reason. I mean, nah, it, Pilot Wings. No. I was a late bloomer when it came to RPGs. Mm-hmm. Like, my first RPG was Earthbound. So, but this, like, I, it was kind of an art. This is the closest thing to an RPG yeah. I played during the early well, days of the SNES. It was like a combination of, like, I remember, like, Populous and SimCity also came out around that time. Mm-hmm. And, like, so the, the god game genre was sort of popular. Mm-hmm. And then, so this is, a, like, a combination of a god game with, like, a side scrolling Castlevania, Castlevania yeah. style game. They're yeah. both, like, that sounds so- like this. Yeah. Like Castlevania. Yeah, still some of the best music mm-hmm. on uh, of the of that era, and yeah. e- even if like every time the god hero attacks, it sounds like ha ha ha. Yeah, I'll, yeah. Get, I'll send you all like Josh, our buddy, uh, uh, creative assassin for Tdar. He sent us all the Act Razor jingles, and they were mm-hmm. all over Tdar because oh, really? yeah, they were just it, it, when I needed a flashback noise, yeah. <laughs> Act Razor had one. Uh, I, yeah, there's a ton of cool stuff from Act Razor. Yeah, so I mean, it just it's it does two thing two things really good, like the world building and mm-hmm. the side scrolling action is both really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the world building is is interesting in that like you are a god who just like wakes up after a long slumber, and your little cherub mm-hmm. uh, helper is there, like, oh, here's what you need to do next. Uh, we found some people down there. Let's go help them out. And so you like try you uh, guide their development. You hear yeah. their prayers and like accept offerings. And you get to do cool shit like calling down lightning bolts that sound like this. Which, you know, that's great for, like, clearing a field of uh, trees or monsters or whatever. But you get, like, personal, like, pleas from people. Like, we can't make a child. Please <laughs> yeah. make it, I don't know, something please in nature. Please put a baby happen. in me. Yeah, please, <laughs> please do this thing. And, like, okay, well, I guess I have to direct the tent like we need water so you direct them toward water mm-hmm. like we want to destroy this monster layer so you direct them toward it and then they'll like seal it off at, at, at which point like you can dive in there and we need to all that, fucking all, sweet armor and kill a monster it was okay. all that shit that was I, I was too dumb to get my head around in the beginning mm-hmm. and i've gone back to play it once as an adult and like jesus this game was really cool yeah and i and like, like 
What happened to the second one? It's, this, it was. It's just all action. They what, got rid of the God game. Part. Yeah, which was so like, it's not special anymore. Yeah, because I think it was. I never the, played it, it just because of that. It I'm was like, one of those games that launched with a new platform, and I think could have gone in to be its own franchise, but squandered its potential in the second round. Yeah, I mean, Annex is moving on to other things. Sure. After that. Like, yeah, so yeah. Annex with anyway. Like you, you could kind of say like there is a break in the like a, a branching path there, mm-hmm. in that like you had Actraiser, and then from Actraiser came Actraiser Two, but also like sort of related was Soul Blazer. And Soul Blazer went on to give us Illusion of Gaia, and I, which I think was like the spiritual successor, unofficial sequel, and Terra Enigma. Yeah, it was it was really weird when we when SNES Classic was announced. I'm pretty sure all of us like, well, Actraiser's a shoe, and it has yeah. it, it checks all the boxes. Nintendo is next door to this Japanese mm-hmm. office, and they're still talking. Uh, and it was on the Wii U Virtual Console as mm-hmm. it's been released there, so mm-hmm. there's still a relationship with Nintendo, seemingly with not only Enix but Actraiser. I'm I'm a little shocked by I its think omission. It's maybe maybe too complicated. Like it's a weird it's a weird game that go, yeah. dra- goes between two probably drastically ta- different. Probably things. takes up like you know hundreds of kilobytes. Yeah, like, it's not that complicated. And and like yeah, the- it's a weird thing to just pitch. Like oh, here's the game that yeah. is a world god game and a. But this was synonymous game? with the reason why you wanted to get a Super Nintendo. Yeah. So I do I remember this is that CD quality music. Yeah. I was like, yeah. well, it's MIDI quality music. <laughs> it's but very it's good. good. It's good. It's very good. Um, but yeah, like even the god game part. It's like they sprinkled some action into it and that you're like flying the cherub around and you're like shooting monsters while you're waiting for stuff to happen. And every monster that you shoot is like energy toward building things and Uh. calling down powers. And then like there were these weird moments that would kind of like tug on my preteen heartstrings Uh, like, uh, oh, no, one of our people is lost in the desert. We need to go save him. So you have to like direct the development Mm. of the town toward him like you Uh, see him out on the outskirts (laughs) of the map. And then when you get there, it's like, oh, no, he died, but he had this scroll, and it uh, inspired us to create, to invent music, and, <laughs> like, the concept of music, and we offer this to you, this is our offering, and when that <laughs> happens, like, the music in the overworld changes. Snake. <laughs> I actually, I'm just remembering this now, and being, like, moved as a kid, like, yeah. <laughs> it was so pretty at the time. Like, did you ever do the like the conductor motions? Mm. And yeah, <laughs> I never did. I, I do remember. Apparently. I think this game was on Nick Arcade a bunch of times for yes. the action oh, yeah. segment. And I always hoped, like, what if someone was so good that they played into like the cherub part? Yeah, we did a retronauts about that, but it was pretty clear Nintendo wasn't cooperating yeah. with any American television studio. And Actraiser was like the biggest Super Nintendo game. Mm-hmm. Nick Arcade could get their hands on during the launch window. Oh, wow. And ActRaiser's in like a, you gotta get 900, like, are you really making a, <laughs> like a shitty 30 second value to ActRaiser? Mm-hmm. It's well, very strange. the action port parts have. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. Points, well, any, well, even that, back then, they couldn't, Nintendo was yeah. very clear of like, we don't give you games. Yeah, no like, Mario, you know. no Pilot Wings, no F-Zero. Yeah, it was one of those games I always hoped they picked, even mm-hmm. though I played it and beat it by the time I saw it on Nick Arcade, I'm like, I love that game, want to see more of it. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, even the action parts had this weird emotional anchor in that like, you're a symbol because you don't come down to Earth as the god. You come down to Earth as a ball of energy that inhabits a statue that people made of you oh, like wow. centuries before, and you animate it, and that's your your main character. Not your warrior. unlike the Earth X origins of Thor and the city of Asgard. Hmm. Is yeah. Thor a statue? He was. They were. They modeled themselves in what the human beings worshipped at the time. 
Which would have been... What? It's not boring! It's really good! <laughs> no, it just kind of takes some of the fun out of it. Don't we it's all only the worship Earth Chris Hemsworth? Huh? Don't we all worship that guy? We do. We mm-hmm. watched Cabin in the Woods this week. Patreon.com. And his vagina time. bones. Whatever <laughs> you call those. The, the V-line? Yeah. yeah. I've never seen one. I don't know. <laughs> don't know what they look like. I'm now an entomologist. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, on that note... Number four... This one's a personal choice. What is it? This is Demon's Crest. I thought that's what it was. Uh, this yeah. game's really good. So, it's super good. It's the best mm-hmm. toothpaste for demons. <laughs> it demons. is. Are you ready for this? Much ho- better than Demon's Colgate. You ready for this hot take? <laughs> yeah. This is the best game in the Ghosts and Goblins universe, period. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I would yep. I would actually agree. Mm-hmm. And Super Ghouls and Ghosts is on the SNES mm-hmm. Classic, which is great, mm-hmm. which is something to get excited about. But this is like taking that formula and turning it into a not-quite-Metroidvania, non-linear game, Ooh. sort of RPG touches where you are you're the, the character Firebrand, mm-hmm. a Red Aramur uh, demon flying. I, 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 I forget the Ghost Marvel and Goblins universe. Now, right? It did, but this might be the first game with Firebrand despite two Gargoyles. Mm-hmm. I forget. Like, no, Gar- he, he was always the main character of Gargoyles. No, this is like, apparently a difference between the Red Aramur star of one of those games really? and Firebrand as a characterized version of Red huh. Aramur. I, this is something I learned in that my brief tenure there, but like it, Firebrand is kind kind of synonymous. It's with, like how uh, only the green Yoshi's Yoshi. <laughs> yeah, the yes. other Yoshi's are also they named Yoshi, names. but they're not Yoshi. Well, mm. you know, it's and I think he he might have just been Red Aramur in mm-hmm. the Japanese version, yeah, but he's maybe. Firebrand over here, which I think was the same character. Yeah, that that sounds way more likely. So yeah, Gargoyle's yeah. Quest on like Game Boy and NES mm-hmm. was kind of a little bit more. Cutesy, this is like serious as hell. It's all yeah. about like demons fighting for supremacy. And the NES one is, is silly as hell. It's like yeah. a Zelda style top down, but this was everything. I don't mean to fucking make a fucking BuzzFeed headline <laughs> uh, out of that, but, but, but it's a, that it, it did all those things the Super Nintendo did really well. And the Mode 7 sequences, I think, are some of the most rewarding. We're like, oh, you're, you're just flying first person. As oh, yes, as, as Firebrand, it's really cool. Coasting around the map, it's really cool. First person, not first person, third not, person, not first person, but third person. But like, but like you're just think, flying around an open world. Yeah. At, at one yeah, point, think in the airship game. in Final Fantasy. And when you're okay. when you're also thinking at the time, like my Genesis is really cool. Can it do this, bitch? And you load up this sequence, and no, it can't. Yeah. It can't. It probably could. <laughs> But, uh, well, actually, like one of the the games on this list is going to like has a sequence that the Genesis could not do, mm. which is why it's exclusive. But um, but anyway, yeah, Demon's Crest like it is weirdly like echoes it weirdly echoes certain parts of Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Mm-hmm. Like for example, the first stage like after you fight in an arena against that like zombie dragon that started mm-hmm. out this segment. Uh, really good. Yeah, like you're in, in a cemetery that looks a lot like the one from Super Goals and Ghosts, fighting mm-hmm. like shambling ghost dudes and cyclops. I'm Gary throw... Shambling. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I, sorry I, Fuck you, Mr. Stark. I usually Stark. don't say anything yeah, that comes yeah. to my brain. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, lots of... Uh, like you, your main character can fly and hover, mm-hmm. which is really cool, and then you can get like a... Uh, an air crest later on, which like lets you fly more freely, turns you into like a pterodactyl, mm-hmm. basically. And, and, uh, and man, unlike unlike Ghosts and Goblins, it feels fair mm-hmm. throughout most of it. It has a coherent story, yeah. Other than like rescue a princess, uh, and I'm not shitting on Ghosts and Goblins, but I think only the latter two 
people would like today. The first one's really fucking hard. That is just that is a challenge for old school gamers. Mm-hmm. But this this is I think this is the most approachable in this entire series. Did this come out on like Virtual Console in any form? I or? think it did. I I'll I'll triple check. Yeah, that. I think I think you might be right. Mm-hmm. Uh, my but, my curiosity is peaked. I won't I won't look at my Wii for it, but my Wii U I might. That's, that's why I'm so excited about the SNES Classic. I wanted the NES Classic to own it in case I wanted to play all those games. Every time I look at the list the list of SNES Classic games, like. Mm-hmm. I can fall away. Life will fall away if I load this game up, and I'll yeah. just keep going. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is one of those games, too, because I played it real late, too. Yeah, and, like, huge screen-filling bosses that mm-hmm. get, like, Mega Man-style intro animations when they show up that you have to wait through, like this sea snail. This this capped off like one of my favorite parts of the game, which is like this underwater cavern that you can't really get around in unless you find like the water rune and turn yourself into like a creature from the Black Lagoon style demon. And once you get that, like you're swimming through this huge cavern with like all these whale bones visible in the background. And uh, then you get to this thing and it's just like there's a huge shell sitting in the middle of the screen and gradually like chunks of animal wobble out of both ends and then it starts attacking you and mm. so this is available on the 3ds virtual console Ooh, oh, and nice. potentially the wii u virtual it's, console it's only playable on new 3ds because new 3DS. technology yeah. just wasn't good enough on the 3ds to <laughs> play super <laughs> nes games one eight, one eighth of the snes classic wow. apparently um eh, so you know it's uh, it's a great game yeah though. sorry hundred dollars wait i'm bad at math i'm sorry I, i've been kind of i've been quiet on these last two because i barely played them and mm. also I had a, I had a real business email to, uh, to reply to right now. Oh, sure. Uh, you want to really, tell everybody since you want to humble brag? Uh, <laughs> I might get a cool interview at New York Comic Con. Ooh. You better believe it. You have no idea what you signed up for with our partners. Um, <laughs> but just by saying a tacit yes last week when you were over here, it sounds awful. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, I, huh? We'll talk about it off mic. Okay. Right. <laughs> Please Probably do. won't happen. Uh, in the meantime... Number three. Finally, something Hank can talk about. So let's move on to Yoshi's Yoshi's Ookie Cookie. You're close. You're close. The last one to jerk off. What a weird, what a weird place to put number one at number three. That's Uh, yeah. yeah. Tetris Attack fucking rules. Oh, because I I played it and I was like. This is okay, but I'm no. sure Hank will have a good explanation for this, why this belongs the one on the you, list. Uh, didn't you hold up like a long meeting on like we, the best games of all time? Uh, as you guys got to all see my intensity when I feel certain of something. Cheryl took a picture of it. It was awesome. In our wow. 100, it's actually like still my Google identification. It looks, <laughs> me it looks my red. Finger, I'm like, X. Yeah. I think actually I was talking about You look like the Kong. president cutting off aid to Puerto Rico. <laughs> I think I was talking about Donkey Kong. Fuck Dizzy Kong. the dumb egg. <laughs> I, I bet I was def- defending Donkey Kong uh, Game Boy <laughs> Which also nobody had heard of in there. What? But we all not, heard of it. Nobody. We just didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Well, I got it at number like ninety on that list. But anyway, Tetris Attack slash Panel to Pond slash Puzzle League is the best puzzle game series Nintendo ever created. Mm-hmm. They Ooh. did po- they did popularize Tetris here, but they didn't make it. This was their answer to homegrown Tetris, and in Japan it was called Panel to Pond. 
In America, they thought, we need the Tetris name to sell this. I wish they hadn't, because I think that weakens it. Well, that's also why it's not on this thing, because they'd have to license the name and all that. Probably from your company. No, no, no. No, it's from the Tetris company. Or whoever has it now. Yeah, Yeah. the Tetris company owns it and licenses it Even Ubisoft licensed it. Mm -hmm. The the Tetris Tetris name had already been kind of dragged through the mud at that point, because they had Tetris 2, which was not Tetris. Nope. Mm -hmm. Then they had Hattress, and like... wasn't Tetris 2, like, Bombless? Like, wasn't Something. that the original name? And it was also, like, Tetris Bomb Blast? Yeah, it's or, like... like it's why the Russians Spears hacked and... the elections, essentially. <laughs> all the bad stuff we did at Tetris. Well, and so when it came out on the Super Famicom, it had all these original characters for the paneled-upon universe mm-hmm. created by Intelligent Systems. But not only did they give it the Tetris name here, but they also took all the character settings and music from Yoshi's Island and then put it into... Mm. Uh, Tetris Attack. So Tetris Attack is really fun, intense, especially in two-player puzzle action game that's all about flipping blocks and Man. flipping them blocks back yep. and forth and matching three or more. I, I, I with never like, knew but Yoshi I, was in this game. I, th- I think the coolest <laughs> part of this game is that like the the huge animated like Yoshi's Island sprites. The sprites are amazing. And a lot. They're the typical sprites you see in a puzzle, classic puzzle game like you see in Puyo Pop or uh, Street Fighter, uh, Puzzle Fighter 2. Mm-hmm. Same deal. You get a lot of details and actions them doing it and tons of great music. And I just love the intensity of it. It starts mm-hmm. so slow and then as it builds and builds as it's moving faster and then when a big block drops on you and just dead weight block. It's like the you, just the intensity, right? So I'm like, oh, I gotta flip, flip. Okay, flip. Okay, there. I did it. Oh, okay. Oh, no, another drop. No! Yeah, the, the versus matches are insane. Like every one of those pops is rose disappearing. Constant. Hey, there is is Hervé Villages in this game? Uh, it's it's Camex. Focus, focus. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, it's it's just super awesome. The, the, honestly, the Yoshi characters are like ballast. They yeah. don't. They're they're nothing. Well, they kind of they kind of yeah, give it a lot charm, of character. Sure. Like I, I sort of wish that they were more integrated into like the the game boards. Uh, uh-huh. Instead, we get you know everyone's favorite Yoshi character, a clock. Stop! And and then uh, you, like they, so in in like the single player like the the level uh, clearing mode, uh, you have just one stack of blocks that is slowly advancing, and you you have to keep it from getting from reaching the top. Mm-hmm. And if you get like a com a decent combo or like a big string of blocks, like that clock will show up and yell stop, and for a few seconds it'll stop advancing. And you get that time to clear some more space, maybe, or knock mm. some things off the top. Yeah, it's uh, it, it takes a lot of you know clever thinking and, and good planning just to mm-hmm. spin it all out. It's 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 great. The only negative I'd say to it of why it shouldn't be on here is just because like there's lots of ways to play Puzzle League. It's it's not on Switch yet. I'd hope they do make it's, a Puzzle <laughs> Puzzle League's basically the name. I of remember it trying now, to get Planet Puzzle League on DS, and it, mm-hmm. they, it disappeared immediately when the 2DS was really popular. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I had to I had to like scr- scour eBay to mm-hmm. not pay seventy dollars for it. it what it's, the fuck? 
What? Yeah, I think they. It's never been as popular in America as I would like it to be. Mm-hmm. But I, I'd hope. I thought there was a DSiWare version of it too that was like lesser. But uh, and and you obviously you kids out there maybe you played po- Pokemon Puzzle League back on the N sixty four in the Game Boy Color. Tetris Attack is my favorite version that I played the most. But I, I honestly love all yeah. Puzzle. You, League. you know what P- P- Puzzle League doesn't have? Mm. Bowser showing up to fucking oh. beat you into submission. That's the true voice of Bowser, according to this <laughs> game. He's pretty tough. He's pretty Cannon. tough in it. Yeah. Uh, Bowser I, and Yoshi. He just shows up man. as a surprise in the middle. And, mm. like, he's, if you're not prepared for him, he will just wipe the floor with you in seconds. Bowser and Yoshi meet all the time. At the very end of Yoshi's Island, he defeats baby oh. Bowser, who then gets transformed into a giant Bowser. And if you count but Yoshi's new island as canonical, he actually travels... The Yoshi who hang out, hangs out with Baby Mario teleports into now to face an adult Bowser. So he's ah. met Bowser many times. I stand corrected. I've had uh, I had a long conversation <laughs> on Twitter this week about <laughs> what constitutes a core Mario game and what doesn't. And uh, well, the, 3D World, obviously. The 3D World absolutely is. It's it's annoying that some people would say like, oh, it's not. It's like if it's made by EAD and is basically a, and is a platformer first. It's a core Mario game, and mm-hmm. that's what 3D World is. But anyway, so Mario's Hotel, Cement Factory, Wrecking Crew, <laughs> those are not Mario EAD. games. <laughs> Wrecking Crew, maybe, but it's not a platformer. <laughs> Ice Climbers, <laughs> oh, so good, timeless. Anyway, Best Mario game. I'll pay eight dollars for that in the arcade virtual console. The, thanks to thanks to Nintendo's uh, Pennywise pound foolish planning of making a deal to name this a Tetris game, it'll probably never be re-released. Uh, Seemed like a great idea at the time. Mm-hmm. Paneled upon, you'll get that all the time in, in Japan, but no no Tetris attack. So sad. Um, this other one, also for similar reasons, you probably won't see. Number two. Oh! You know, ah, the Simpsons barts like No, <laughs> this was interesting because you all said this. Yes. Oh yeah, well, like this the, is in everyone. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I don't know if this is a hot take at all, and I could be wrong. All right, let uh, me hear it. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are glorious and beloved by multiple generations. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but this is the best Turtles game. The last good Turtles. This game. may be this the, is the best. last universally beloved Turtles. Then, game. This may be the best co-op brawler. Yeah. It's so really good. Teenage Ever. Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time. Turtles in Time. Yeah. Or I think, officially, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 4, four Turtles, Turtles in, in time, time. Because if you follow the weird chronology of Konami It's only Turtles on consoles. Games, yeah. Yeah, well, like... The arcades so didn't make any The original Ninja Turtles mm-hmm. on the shitty NES. Ones. Then the Ninja Turtles arcade game two. came to NES. Ninja as, Turtles 2, the real one. Yeah, Ninja Turtles 2, <laughs> yeah. the arcade. Mm-hmm. Then they made, like, an original Ninja Turtles 3 The Manhattan NES. Project. Yes, thank you. And then in arcades, this was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, but on Super Nintendo, it's 4, the arcade. And it was also the Hyperstone Heist on Genesis, which was like this carved up version. Mm -hmm. It's like sort of the same game, but not really. Mm -hmm. There's a bunch of differences. Like, for instance, doesn't have the infamous uh, giant shredder sprite appears in the foreground and you toss uh, foot soldiers at him in mode 7. It was really glorious. Like Konami had weird. I think they had problems with the Genesis for a while because both this and 
You told uh, that Sunset, to the Rocket Knight fans. Huh? Well, Sunset Riders also was a game where it's like the SNES version is so much better than the Genesis yeah. version. Which Genesis version has like two of the four characters. Two of the four characters, missing two levels. I don't think they have uh, voice clips when you meet the bosses. It's like... I remember I got when I got like I, I got a Sega Nomad at uh, when I worked at Funkoland. Someone just like traded one in. I'm like I bought it. And I'm like oh shit! I can play Sunset Riders on the I toilet now. This is great. And I'm like this isn't Sunset Riders. Not the one I remember. <laughs> well, speaking I can't of- invite three people into the bathroom and play with me. <laughs> speaking of voice clips, other than like what a beautiful 16-bit game this was. Yeah. This was like voice clips were one of the big selling points of oh, this yeah. game, and it had a ton of them that have all aged kind of questionably. Bury my shell at wounded knee. Yes. Bury my shell at wounded knee, That's said by the, the, the Japanese speaker with the most English Bury on Bury my shell. This is like a Japanese-Canadian. Yeah. Because yeah. if you listen... Show. Yeah, all, all, all... Sorry. Sorry for the cultural insensitivity, eh? Uh, <laughs> that, that level, by the way, is set on a train in the Wild West, so it's not about... I am Native Americans. Alley Cat Blues. They also had the the theme song was uh, like that was all yeah. like uh, voice. It was, it was from the no, it wasn't. It was, the stage, it wasn't voice uh, on that. The, the bro- whatever it was, it was a videotape that I bought that had Ninja Turtles musical and it's Pizza it's, Power. It's one of the few Super Nintendo games you could call it an exclusive with a polygonal remake. That's, oh, that's, yeah. how, that's how much people like it. Mm-hmm. It's not a great Riddles remake. Yeah. It's yeah. not a great remake, but I mean, that's that's how much its legacy stood up. And I'm, maybe there's a good Turtles game on like fucking DS or something. Pizza time. It's never going to convey all this shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like uh, this is really it, it's it's the best Turtles game ever. I think. Yeah. Um, I think it's it's synonymous with the Super Nintendo, and it's a total bummer not to yeah. see it. Here. Also, can... you like F Zero? They shoehorned in an F Zero level <laughs> for no reason. Neon Night Rider. Remember that? Remember, oh like, just the, the turtles, like, zooming along on these discs that are moving along, like, a literal F-Zero course? Yeah. yeah TMNT Arcade is still my favorite The uh, in the NES adaptation. Yeah. Well, I played it the I most, did. but this yeah. is still better in every oh, way. Oh, it's better I, yeah. in every way, yeah. Uh, I mean, the... the- there's a little bit more variety in the stages because you can go to all these different time periods. And the throws. It's gorgeous. Yes. gorgeous. Like gorgeous. the throw over the shoulder, bang, bang, bang. And the, mm. especially the throwing yeah, the guy yeah, right yeah. into the screen, which was like amazing. Just yeah. glorious. I wish uh, it's got remade, but it was definitely lesser. They didn't. Yeah. They had to They had to dress it back up after everybody loved the straight port of the arcade game. Then they had to. I, it wasn't a wrong. I, I, I their intentions were pure, but I just was like, no, I, yeah. I just wanted to play the old one. <laughs> I, I didn't want them to be uh, polygonal. You didn't want them to be sewer surfing. Sewer surfing. But yeah, again, I guess this is. Well, they'd have to light. They have to double license this from Konami and mm-hmm. Nickelodeon and yep. whoever el- whoever publishes. <clears throat> Uh, UB, it was a cl- well, Activision just put out that one Turtles game, mm-hmm. so maybe it'd be Activision. Sure, somebody lo- somebody has the exclusive rights on Lockdown. Well, I think I think Ubisoft had the rights at the time, they which the is why then, they handled yeah. that port. I'm pretty but, sure they made that port happen. Yeah, Ubisoft also did a an overlooked like TMNT game for Game Boy Advance, which was That's awesome and it. continued in this mold. Mm-hmm. And those people who made it went on to make the Scott Pilgrim game. Oh, cool! Yeah. So now you know. (laughs) 
Obvious a, choice is obvious. 60 minutes? Yes, 60 minutes, the game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, your character I mean, was more like safer. Like, duh, this is going to be on yes. the list. Yeah. And duh, number one. Chrono like, is, Trigger, of yes. course. Why wasn't this, this on is, the collection? I, when you gave me that list, I thought, like, oh, wait, Chrono Trigger, that's a, that's a typo. I know like, some... That has to be in there. Asshole idiot at Square was like, no, it's too valuable. What are you doing with this year? Nothing. Well, what, what about next year? Nothing. It's in a weird. Nothing. They well, also they put Final gave, Fantasy on there, right? Well, they did. They put three on there slash yeah. six. Uh, but they they kind of have a weird passive aggressive thing in the last I checked with them with fans of Chrono Trigger because when they put out the DS one, uh, it apparently did not meet their sales expectations. Even though I mm. fucking love the really DS one, but they had said. To some comment that somebody asked, hey, why will you make another Chrono Trigger? They said, well, you should have bought more of the DS version, and you didn't. So, no. So, mm. it, And it was also a very long time before they put Chrono Trigger on the Wii eShop as well in the yeah. virtual console. And I think it was it could be in a similar scenario as the Donkey Kong Country games, which took a long time to come to the Wii eShop, which to me felt like... Not that it's impossible, but they have to pay somebody else or fill out some contract or there's some extra level of yeah, legal Somebody else needs to be paid. Well, especially with Chrono. Chrono Trigger is an interesting scenario because it was it was basically a, uh, the RPG supergroup game. It was the traveling Wilburys of uh, <laughs> Chrono Trigger. The chicken foot. Of- <laughs> in, in that, y- Yuji Hori, who was the creator of Dragon Quest, the overseer of Dragon Quest... But also kind of freelance and not really a developer, but he just made the Dragon Quest series through NX. After completing Dragon Quest V, Square Square Soft came to him and, and Hironobu Sakaguchi, the head of Final Fantasy, said, Hey, you work with us on a game. We'll make it. So it is a Squaresoft developed game, but planned by the Dragon Quest team, just not through NX. So it's not it's not really the first Square Enix game, but it's basically Dragon Quest DNA. Into a Final Fantasy style production, and then it not only includes with a turtles and time element. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it not only includes the kind of like um, Yuji Hori loves short story style storytelling, which Dragon Quest V has little vignettes like that. Dragon Quest Four really does, and Dragon Quest Seven is entirely that. Eighty of the hundred hours you'll spend playing Dragon uh-huh. Quest Seven is just. A series of short stories of traveling back in time and then seeing how that time your efforts are reflected in the future. Ooh. That's ex- and they you can clearly see he loved doing that in Chrono Trigger that he wanted to continue it in Seven. And on top of that, they have Akira Toriyama Art, who he yeah. is the artist for the Dragon Quest series and also the creator of Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball all that stuff. Mm-hmm. He also made the characters in Tobal Number One, yes, one of the best fighting games on the PlayStation. Well, it, Although it, it, I personally thought the characters hmm. in this look uncannily like the ones from Secret of Mana. Fine, if I may continue the uh, affectation of this voice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, please do. I technically never played the Super Nintendo version. I played the uh-huh. PS1 and DS version. They would lack those cr- the beautiful animations where yes. they to put the it, you would get look the DS one is not, is a superior version of the it's game. The ultimate version. Yeah. It's the ultimate version. I didn't know that they took stuff out of the DS version. Or, no. Uh, no, 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 they, they, they added, added stuff added, to it. Only they added a ton of stuff to it. Yeah, and I, I, I think if you put the sales it. of that and the PS one together, yeah. they would be giving an inferior product and letting Chrono Trigger fans down. Although it doesn't mm-hmm. feature like the FMV cutscenes at the PlayStation. Those suck. Yeah. Those yeah. suck. Yeah. They're ugly and they don't tr- really add anything. Yeah. They add they add like a ten second tease at the end to be like, this is the character that will then be the 
the somebody in Chrono Cross. Like yeah. they have that. Or like this character, like space. this is what Frog looks like as a man. But, yeah. yeah, but you have to deal with like load times and shit. I no, think, the, right? yeah, if if you can, if the only way you can play it is the PlayStation One version, then play it over nothing. But the DS version mm. is king, and Super yeah. NES is second. So like this is this is a very fun game to play. Also, like it's a traditional top-down RPG. But then mm. you'll just be wandering along, and you'll suddenly be ambushed by screechy, screechy monsters. Well, this that's get that great fight music with that with that record scratch. It just seemed like a fucking like two thousands trailer for a comedy movie. A dog just put its paws over its eyes. But that was the sound of a monster roaring, circa mid nineties. And this was huge in for many RPG players back then, at least when I was playing them, to have. Enemies on the overworld. You never had that, and you didn't shift into a battle screen. Just wherever you were became the battle screen, and the same sprites who fought were fighting on the screen. It was beautiful. And you you had to worry about your placement on the field. Like, if you Mm. pair two characters up, like, they can do a cross attack or whatever. Like, yeah. yeah. And it also meant that, Sort of tactical. When you had a boss fight, the boss would still have to be on screen, so they had to be economical in, in enemy design, too. They couldn't cheated and be like mm. oh they look kind of boring in in conversation mm. but then they're a giant gorgeous <laughs> angel monster like they couldn't do that they yeah. they couldn't make ultros look like a dope and then look kind of cool in in combat they just had to look the same and the story it told is such a winding beautiful one like characters come in mm. and out of it they they make face and heel turns all over the place <laughs> it's it deals they, they with have time travel. stolen theme music <laughs> Robo roll! <laughs> is this the guy you beat for 20 gold? No, that's no, no, not that's right. Right. Okay. This is the guy who's got the... Never know. gonna get it! Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> oh, okay. We're no strangers <laughs> to Super Nintendo. You yes. know there's rights, and we don't got them yet. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know what would have stopped this from being on here other than maybe... Maybe Square Enix like only had idea. so many slots to offer up there, and they wanted to go with their brand, yeah. Final Fantasy, yeah. over Chrono Trigger, which I, is not a mega series. I wish, like, there, there's a bunch of things that, like, if you really dig into this, you can think of a bunch of things that were omitted that would have been great. Yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy 2, like, it would have been nice to see that as well as 3. I think 3 mm-hmm. is the better game, but mm-hmm. 2 is still yeah. a lot of fun. Breath of Fire, completely Breath absent. of Fire. Um, um, yeah, shout out to Pat. Hi, how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, um, uh, I, I, I think I suggested Buster Bust Loose, but obviously I know why that's not there. It's one of mm. the best video games ever made out of a children's television show. Mm-hmm. It is really good. It's really good. And uh, Tecmo Super Bowl yeah. is another one I suggested for obvious reasons, but it was Tecmo Bowl was a smash sensation. Fewer people dove into Super Tecmo Bowl, but they got the rights to the characters and team names. Ah. But it's a better game. And if you like if you follow the Tecmo Bowl series, everybody sings mm-hmm. the praises of Tecmo Bowl. It's a fucking family guy joke, for fuck's sake. <laughs> like uh uh this was the better game. It would have been a cool addition in this product to have a really good football game that people have nostalgia for yeah but then have to, a lot of licensing there and you gotta uh, buy that john elway D- dlc it's gonna be expensive <laughs> but hey, we got sports on there we got punch out yeah <laughs> well unfortunately the the super nes classic still has like 10 of the best games ever mm-hmm. on it so that yeah. you don't really need you don't need chrono trigger for it to be awesome well, but, would it be nice and besides i'm betting you could probably hack it i mean 
Duh. Like, everybody's going to hack it. I would like to think they found a way around that, but I know they didn't. And Chrono Trigger, you can still get on a DS cartridge and play that on your 3DS, so it's not the most impossible game to enjoy. I think it's a bummer that you can only enjoy those brand new animated sequences in... To, like what, 12p? Yeah, well, that's them. just how they animated it. They'd have yeah. to completely. I'm sure they animated it the right a, way. Well, if somewhere there's a master of it somewhere, then they could remaster it. Yeah, but that that sounds like a lot of work for something they don't even want to re- put the money into re-releasing digitally. Bumrar. Yeah. Bum Such rar. a shame. But I, I don't want to over. I don't want to undersell how cool a product it is. Mm-hmm. As jealous as, as I am of all you idiots who got one. As all <laughs> um, the people are listening to this, I hope I'm playing it right now. Yeah. I'm sure Dave we, will bring his over. We and will be play. streaming yes. it the, the day you hear well, this episode. Yeah, Matt, Matt J is actually he pre-ordered at the GameStop on market. I I'm getting it shit to me from Best Buy, so who knows when it's actually going to show up? Uh, who, who knows if we'll stream it? I could be on a bike. It's supposed to be on Friday. Sorry, I'm yeah. it's supposed to be release yeah. date delivery, but we'll see. Yeah. They say, well, you know, Wario sixty four shared some people who got it early. That Best Buy had already shipped it to them. Envy. So. guys, I gotta go. Uh, yeah, well, you'd have gotten might be a shipment notice <laughs> that it had shipped them. Uh, I'm not gonna know. risk it. Not gonna risk it. When when <laughs> I bought a, I trust Best Buy. Crossing fingers because I, that's how I got my switches through Best Buy, and I was like. Oh, yeah, well, same here. Saying, and I got it, got yeah. it fine on That's release. That's how day. I got and my I... Zelda too. When uh, when Amazon was like yeah. Nintendo Switch game number five, like what the fuck? Best is Buy this? has has got... fucked me over the least amount of time. I got it on launch day. I got it at a midnight launch, and there was fucking nobody there. <laughs> Wow. There were not that many people there, so I'm I'm, I'm crossing my fingers it'll be the same situation. Yeah. With the well, I think there's the a Switch. lot more nostalgic Dorcas than yeah. Switch Wanters in I, San if Francisco. You don't remember my story from that. The NES Classic came out the same day as the PS4 Pro. Went to a GameStop. They're sure to have plenty. 70, 80 people in line, and yeah. I'm, is and I'm like, is anybody here for a PS Pro? No one, no, no one say, is here. Yes, for Yes, we all are. Nope, none of them were. And, and like, and the GameStop guy came out. We have twenty, and we may never get any more. Please leave. Please leave. <laughs> wow. It was yeah. real sad, real sad. And I hope that I'm so I'm not lining up for that reason again. If there's some available launch day, they'll be available down the line. Uh, I'm saying this, yeah. this hope and encouragement for people like me. I'm in the minority here. Uh, Jesus, I don't know what this feels yeah. like. No. Uh, God damn, I hate all of you and I, I want know. your Stess Classic. You're not even going to use them. You're going to keep playing your brand new games, your Destiny Raids, <laughs> your bikini Friday the 13th games. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, Cupheads. Cupheads. Uh, Cuphead, it's coming yeah, in the same day as yeah. Cuphead. So we'll get, we'll get into that in our next segment after we take a quick break. Get scratching. You like Laser Time shows? Then you might like Bonus Time, Laser Time's weekly bonus show exclusively on Patreon.com slash Laser Time. Here's a taste of what you've been missing. How's your weekend, Dave? Uh, me and my girlfriend had a day where we did a bunch of chores. Uh, with Her her dog was with us just because the thing that we've been meaning to do is to get her dog's 
nails clipped. We give them the dog to the groomers, who are, by the way, coated in fur, which I like. I should have expected. The groomers? The groomers are covered in fur, because yeah, that's what they do. shaving dogs and but stuff. It's like, oh, but I don't like Italian. Yeah. No, 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 no. They're what? just... They're but not they just got, hairy people, Chris. They both I had got, to check. This guy's got, like, a ball cap and t-shirt and jeans, and every inch of it is covered in fur. Covered in hair. And, and I'm like... <laughs> I know you probably it would be waste to use lint roller all the time, but it's like, is there not something you could do to like when I come in not to be not be like one of oh. your complaints is how unkempt the groomers were. <laughs> that, well, that and also full also San Francisco. when he's ringing where he's ringing me up and I see he has a soda can right next to the register, and I'm not a big germaphobe. Like mm-hmm. I'll sometimes use the five second rule, mm-hmm. but like there was a wad of fur right on top of the coke can. Which made me wonder, why do you even have an open can of Coke? Yes. Is Clarence in Thomas a, in here trying to make another it's, joke? It's the, it was just like, that, I almost had a Leo. I'm like, that's disgusting. <laughs> if it's his can, I don't see a problem Ugh, with it. But there's dog fur on it. Like if you brought a can in. And it's congealing with all of the like I said, high fructose corn the syrup. syrup. <laughs> so, Get bonus time, Laser Time's weekly, full-length, uncensored, and ad-free Patreon-exclusive podcast. As well as full-length movie commentaries, wrestling and cartoon video commentaries, the first season of Talking Simpson, and more at Patreon dot com slash laser time starting at just five bucks you'll help us live and we'll do our best to help you never be bored again and we're back with our lovely and illustrious second segment where we will just jump straight into one release from last week that we didn't talk about at all was uh, Divinity Original Sin 2. I talked about that. S- you cut my segment <laughs> on Divinity 2 out? <laughs> you don't even know what that is. You played I, it for 70 hours. It's the second Divinity. It's the greatest thing since It's Slice. not. It's like the 20th Divinity. Oh, well, then I don't know. It's this new series, Original Sin, and this is Original Sin 2, which is... I played a little bit of the over the weekend. great Re- for yes. First, covet like, well, not first, but a coveted 10 out of 10 from GameSpot. Wow. Yeah, which is no well, small thing. Got a it nine doesn't point. mean what it used to. Yeah. I mean, it's a classical style, uh, you know, top-down computer RPG where you have a lot of freedom of choice from the character you play as to the things you do in the world. I mean, the first game was sold on the premise of, like, you if you see something and you think this would be cool to do, you can do it. Like, if you see a water source, you want to use it to put out fire, you can do that. You can use ice on lava to create a bridge, whatever. Mm. Like, crazy stuff like that. And this one is uh, more more of that, but with much better story, crafted characters. Like, you can choose whether you want to play a custom character or a character that has a unique storyline, which will give you unique dialogue wow. options. Uh, so it's it's pretty good what I've played so far. If, if you're an RPG nerd, like, this is for you, probably. Mm. And I saw people posting about it, the developer of Night in the Woods, saying, like, in Divinity 2, I had sex with a skeleton. Don't ask me how that works. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like an awesome game. It's just the same. It has, like, generic game name, the game name. Yeah, yeah. Based but, on the movie, But the if game you're name. familiar with the Divinity series, like, it is anything but generic. It is always, like, this really weird, unique take on uh, medieval fantasy. And it's a lot of fun. Always very tongue-in-cheek. So I recommend this. I recommend checking it out based mm. on what little I've played. Speaking of games that I've played very little, Danganronpa V3. Mm. The third Danganronpa game came out. 
Uh, I played about four hours and did not get to the first murder or class trial, so Sounds like a still has a lot of mystery to me. Yeah, Poke around every classroom. There's no reason for it. <laughs> but you can uh, repeatedly hit R1 to smash every object in the room and get coins <laughs> and raise your level arbitrarily. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, yeah that's, I, that's a lot of fun. I believe uh, Talking Simpsons co-host uh, mm-hmm. Bob Mackie. He reviewed it? Uh-huh. He reviewed it, right? Yeah, he reviewed it for uh, Retro Nuts. So did <laughs> Heidi Kemp's <laughs> friend of the show. Uh, who, uh, reviewed that's it for not a retro game. Uh, he, he loves he loves visual novels, loves the adventures of Monokuma. It's great. It's mm. uh yeah, it I is mean, great compared uh, to... Well, the reviews have been really great. I loved one. I really liked two. I liked one a lot more, but... I mean, Heidi gave it 8 out of 10. Mm-hmm. So, you know... That's, a, that's an IGN 11. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and the... Uh, I mean, the characters look cool. I've been seeing tons of funny screenshots from it. I also believe... Uh, Bob may have even said it on DGA before when he was on, but the the demo is amazing and not doesn't reveal anything yeah. about the game. And if you play the demo, you get a special gift when you start uh, mm-hmm. the playing the main game yeah i think uh i i i also like that the demo doesn't reveal anything and that's a warning i'll give to anybody playing danganronpa now if it works the same as the uh as the other games don't ever put any character's name in google while you're playing it no (laughs) because if they die it will autofill to death scene Uh on what what site uh henry uh on google.com yeah just just type like typing any like i I wanted to see like more pictures of this character type in the name (laughs) something so and so (laughs) death yes it was all porn all porn I am ashamed of nothing. I wanted to see an, ev- see an evil bear get fucked. <laughs> Just that Monokuma it, Death Scene. No! That's exactly what I want to see. Someone have sex to... Deeper! Deeper! Have we done a top five about video game bears? Just <laughs> Japanese <laughs> games themselves. Like, there's yeah. Teddy... Monokuma and the ones from Tekken. Naughty Kuma. Bear. Yeah. Everyone Naughty loves Naughty Bear. Bear. Likes Naughty Bear. Bear was basically and Friday the 13th the game before Friday yes, the 13th the game true. came out. It absolutely was. Yeah. yeah. So, speaking of that, that's kind of a new release. We did. We just streamed that because they not only released small maps. They, they, yeah, they released smaller maps, which are basically the three maps they have in the game, but like condensed, so it makes the matches faster, and it kind of switches things up because... If you're like me and I've spent almost like triple digit hours playing this game, you know where everything is more or less. They randomize some things, but you know there's always a car over here. Your game, there's your, always this over there. Your there, play style is bizarre, and please watch this. Yeah, it completes I, a trilogy I, of streams. Yeah, I play to be interesting, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna go after Jason if I have the tools to do so. I'm not gonna. You're willing to die, yeah, in the name of going after fun. Jason. Uh, but yeah, they added smaller maps. But they also added bikinis, uh, a DLC. It's two dollars, but every character has a swimsuit that they wear. And, and doing fun. an Elm Street nightmare, it was awesome to point out uh, the African American girl. Yeah. Like that's Yvonne's suit from Nightmare on Elm Street Five. You wow. lucky so and sos. When do they ever wear bathing suits in Nightmare on Elm Street? Besides that, that she scene gets in two attacked on a diving board. She's one of the few survivors. Oh, that's her thing. You'll learn this. Everyone has one thing in in front. Listen Nightmare to an Elm Street, Elm Street nightmare. Um, I have one interest in my life, and I'm going to die doing it. <laughs> I'm gonna, that, that's Nightmare on Elm I'm going to die myself. themed yes. on what I like, <laughs> except for that one girl who apparently doesn't like roaches like everybody. Yeah, and gets killed famously as a roach. And they also added emotes, which are cool. So you can see in the middle of getting chased by Jason, game is endlessly you can do thumbs up to him before you die. It's one of the funniest things I've done in months, yeah, and, and I, I just, just playing yeah. Friday the 13th again. 
Uh, let's see what else. Cuphead, of course, which none Cuphead of us have is played Friday. because it comes out the same day as the SNES Classic. Yeah, yeah what a game, but, what but a I will. We, we will show it off next week uh, yeah. after I, I played a bunch of it at Day of the Devs. I think after what was it? That brouhaha! It's just boss fights, and then Microsoft was like, "We're helping mm-hmm. publish this." No, it's not. Go yeah. back for two years. And now make it's it Contra. Not a, yeah. yeah, now make it a Contra it, game. I mean, it showed up at like three consecutive E3s. I so think. I just played like four or five boss fights, and it's a fucking. It's a fucking great bullet hell game with yeah. one of the best visual themes I've ever seen in my entire life. Of yeah. course, it's meant mm-hmm. to appeal to me. Very 1930s yeah. yep. Fleischer animation. I fucking love Cuphead. <laughs> I cannot wait to play it. I mean, it's 20 bucks, so mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to go wrong mm-hmm. with that, whether you're playing it on PC or Xbox One. I might buy it. I can't imagine the visuals will improve on P- on PC because it's meant to look like the 1930s. Yeah. Well, I mean, t- um, 2D isn't really helped along by graphics. It's not. Either. It's like, and also like, well, this one has better frame rate. It better not. It better look exactly like a cartoon, <laughs> goddammit. I, I demand 24 frames no. per second and not one more. If you show up with 120 frames a second in my cartoon game, <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> and the background should repeat itself every four seconds. Yes! Every time. <laughs> I think the other release, our, our boy was excited about Matt J. He was excited mm-hmm. about Golf Story. The oh, spiritual oh, yes, yes. Sorry, I got distracted. I'm absolutely excited for Cuphead. Sorry. My my phone. I gotta just put. My is it phone business again? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of business. Total it's, business. It's kind of uh, yelling at a jerk on Twitter. Anyway, <laughs> it's uh, yeah. No, uh, Cuphead. Looks, I've been waiting for Cuphead for eight years now. It feels like. But mm-hmm. yeah. anyway, Golf Story. For a long time is an RPG golf game, mm-hmm. which my one of my the favorite, spiritual successor allegedly to Mario Golf. The Mario Golf GBC. portable games for so games GBC and GBA are Camelot. so goddamn awesome because it was Camelot mm-hmm. made. The Mario sports games for consoles, and then when it was time to get portable, they're like, "Well, we're also awesome at RPGs. It was, Let's make it." It's RPG weird Nintendo well. allowed it to happen, but it's one of the most, it's one of the greatest experiences I've had with a Mario offshoot game in my entire life, mm-hmm. and they've never followed up on it really. No, yeah, I liked. I actually even preferred the Mario Tennis G- Game Boy Color RPG even more thing. than the golf one. They're both yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah, I love it. And they they were also so much like Pokemon games. They were so influenced. I think they wouldn't have even made those then if it wasn't for the uber success of Pokemon. It's like a Pokemon overworld with a more fun battle system. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> no uh, offense. No, um, uh, hey, I'm going to get people yelling at me for dissing the Pokemon battle system. Uh, but the idea... That so I hope look- Golf Story is really cool. Mm. And it's awesome that it's going to be on the Switch. That's the perfect yeah. place for it to be. Well, also, in terms of sprouts this week, there's FIFA 18. Hey! What a, a good friend of mine. Yeah, I think so. That's all he plays. Yeah. Two good friends of mine. All they play is FIFA games. So they're mad excited. I don't well, know shit about them. If FIFA's coming out, then uh, Pro Evo should be coming out I as think well, so. I think so. I, I believe they're, like, same day. Or at least in they Pachinko were in the form. Yeah. It's and FIFA PS is the only yeah. co- game Konami makes for consoles F- anymore. FIFA, by the way, is still coming to PS3 and Xbox 360. That's insane. They actually call wow. it the Legacy Edition, which I think is just like, uh, get ready, last gen gamers, you're gonna get <laughs> fucked on this one because it's. Congratulations, uh, we had a Control F. The yes. whole, we had a Control F everything. Also, we completely f- failed to talk about NBA 2K18 last week. Aww. Oh, did we? Well, guess what? It's a basketball game, yeah. and there's like two of those, so make your, make your decision. Y'all be haters, don't hate my game! I wish that was in the goddamn new one. That's from the old <laughs> one, isn't the it? The only thing I heard about yeah. that is that LeVar Ball, like there's a reference to LeVar Ball being... Who's LeVar on, Ball? He's the guy who got drafted to the Lakers, and his dad is like... A, the ultimate sports dad. To, as long as someone yells, the turns, he's the ultimate sports dad. I want to do a dunk in a basketball game and yell, "You bum!" Yeah, that's all I want to uh, do. He showed up on WWE and got in trouble 
and I think that's put into the story mode in some way, shape, or form. I don't know. I don't care that much to find it. <laughs> All right. Well, Chris, you ready? No. Readier now. <laughs> okay. Take my advice and do as I say. Save a little money for a rainy day. What are you buying? Wish I could tell you. <laughs> oh, uh, yes. I tried to to cover the gamut this week. Um, Uncharted Four is eight dollars and thirty nine cents. I think the oh, wow. one of the a uh, benchmark game for PS4. If you own Absolutely. one, eight bucks at GameStop. I would uh, call it a must own. If you yeah, have it's a, a must PS4. own. It's fantastic. Um, Tomb Raider Game of the Year, a game I came way late to, mm-hmm. but I think is one of the best games I've ever played along the lines of Uncharted Four. Uh, is six dollars via Green Man Gaming for PC. Wow, damn! Um, wow, Doom, Doom, uh, really good. Did we ever talk about playing Doom on the Switch? Because I don't know I when that embargo goes up bit. now. Yes. But uh, uh, but that we played it on the Switch. I thought it was insane because like they wouldn't. They were real coy of like, what's the frame rate on this? It, it looks. Does, yeah, it doesn't seem quite as. Yes, it does. Yeah, well, it gives the illusion of being, but I know it's not. Yeah. I know it's not. Full 1080p, I, and I know it's yeah. not full 60 frames. I, I really liked, but it looked like it. it was. But I did find it weird. Like, th- and we're playing it, undocked, by playing the way. It, yeah, undocked. Uh, the text is a little small. That's a little mm-hmm. weird. And it's the at least the the situation we were playing in. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, this is too dark. There are some points where it's like I can't tell what's going on. But I'm saying like, the, during the indoor stuff, the feet. If it's a drag yeah. and drop. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen that led me... I forgot that the Switch was powerful enough to play a game like Doom. Yeah. I was I was mystified, and I saw... There was well, a, there was a video... real tech guys, too. Like yeah, they, they're, they're baffled they by it. The Switch. And they're baffled by it, and there's the, the, the GameStop video, that the GameSpot video that went around with someone filming all over the shoulder, like, what resolution and frame rate is this? Because <laughs> it doesn't look third... It yeah. doesn't look dirty, mm-hmm. and it doesn't look 1080p, but it looks incredibly yeah. impressive on a portable. Yeah, and they haven't, like... yeah. Who knows how it'll look docked? So, but mm-hmm. that's that's the real test. If it can do, hmm. and the they only let us play it on docked. So I yeah. thought that was I thought that was weird, but it it blew my fucking mind. Yeah. I just didn't think that was possible. Well, oh, look, yeah. you, you're getting Doom on Switch. You probably want handheld because yeah. that's the one thing it doesn't offer over all the other yeah. versions. Yeah, all, exactly. All, yeah, all the embargoes have now lifted. So like we also played Skyrim on mm-hmm. Switch, which is like that is the worst game for to play for 15 minutes. Like yeah, probably. here's here's this. Mm-hmm. You can't possibly fulfill RPG. a side or main quest. I, yeah, I just went to one town and talked to a bunch of people. I'm like, okay, but this you want to you want to play Skyrim at your mom's house without lugging your old Xbox 360 around? No, and that's that's uh, what I said. When, I, when I load up Steam, yeah. most of whoever you are, who are my Steam friends on this platform, I barely use. Mm-hmm. You're always playing Skyrim, and yeah. you have been for six years. This is my like, last chance to finally play Skyrim, which is like I it didn't catch on on the Xbox 360. Wasn't interested in buying it on PS4 next. Box one. Mm-hmm. Sadly, but I don't I think, think I might try it on Switch. I don't think it'll feature mods, so you won't be able to get that great Macho Man. Uh, yeah, but you can, oh, you can yeah. get Link clothes, so that's, that's a good trade-off. That's true. Uh, but Doom, Doom. If you have GCU at Best Buy, you can get it for fifteen ninety nine on uh, PC, PS four, and Xbox uh, One. GTA Five is twenty four ninety nine on Newegg for PC. Uh, Bundle Stars has Bayonetta for eleven ninety nine. One of nice. my favorite games ever that I wish everybody cared about because I love Bayonetta so much. How, much, um, how cheap does it have to be before people play it? Seriously, please. Yeah. It was free with the last game, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah. um, I played it on 360 hundreds of years ago. I, 
I played it again. I really, I love Bayonetta. How's that not on the Switch? Like, uh, it, there was a tease time. for it, but there was, well, there was a platinum tease for it. Yeah, I, I don't know well, what that was. It, they never made a follow up. If Bayonetta Two is going to appear on anything, it's got to be a Nintendo system because mm-hmm. Nintendo partially paid for that game. They're yeah. not going to let yeah. it be on an iPhone. And the Bayonetta Two predate Amiibos. No. Yes. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, you're definitely right, you're predated right. yes, Bayonetta. Yeah, but she's got two amiibos. Uh, you're right. It was like a couple months before Smash, yeah. I think. Because mm-hmm. I just want that game. Like, if they put that on Switch, yeah. like, Bayonetta, like, Bayonetta changing your outfit to be different. In terms of game <laughs> deals. <laughs> yeah. oh, that would be awesome. Just today I got my amiibo game deals, the $2 Toad and Squid Kids from uh, mm-hmm. Target, which you might still be able to get. <laughs> I don't know. But I got mine, and they're immaculate, and uh, it's wonderful. Uh, PSN Plus, there's a flash sale right now. Persona 5 is forty one ninety nine for mm. PS4. It's a little cheaper for PS3. But still, that game didn't go on sale ever. Yeah. <laughs> Previously, uh, the 4, I mean, for uh, yeah. 4 didn't go on sale at all for a long time. Uh, Last of Us Remastered, $9.99. Uh, Final Fantasy twelve. The Zodiac Age, thirty four ninety nine. King of Fighters, nineteen ninety nine. Full Throttle Remastered, ten forty nine. And uh, that's sort of the end of the game deals. I wanted to talk about one thing real fast. Sure. We can close out the game deal segment. It was a, It's mm-hmm. about game deals. Oh. Hmm. Take my advice and do as I say. Save a little money for a rainy day. It was- so I'm now adding Thank all those you. amiibos to my card on Target.com. They're real cheap, right? They're like three bucks. Yeah, if you have a red card, that's free shipping, by the way. So Ooh. my girlfriend has one, so I, I used her account. Hmm. It's $6 worth of amiibos, three of them. It was great. Wow. Um, Add them to the wall. It was, it was uh, the game deal. $25 Squid Sisters amiibos, too. The Humble Bundle is confusing, so I didn't add it because it was the Nordic THQ oh, yeah, I heard thing. Some and stuff about it looked this. good, but I own like all of the ones okay. I want in there already anyway. But, but you could own them again on Steam, but like it's sold out. Like and that's why wow. I didn't mention it because like oh, the the, the like big the tier bundles can sell out. Yeah, yeah. I think like a lot of times they get a certain amount of keys and when they're gone, they're gone. Oh. Um, but the, the bigger controversy was from last week when I talked about uh, the Mordor games. Yeah. That mm. there was the sixty dollar. You could pre-order the new game, the Shadow of Mordor. What War for Middle Earth? Is Shadow, that of War. Yeah. Shadow of War. Yeah. Shadow of War. And then there was this thing at the, at, at the bottom that like. $60 are required to mm-hmm. go to WB and will not be going to charity if you pre-order here. And I saw even people in our community like, don't don't pre-order ever! Like, don't pre-order <laughs> this! All the money's not going to charity, it's going to WB. I'm like, but they're still giving you a shirt in the first game. Yeah, and it's it is. Humble Bundle was about the charity man, but I mean, it's, no, it never was. It's gotten bigger than that. Well, if there's one thing, I always make sure to it's do. About and the I'll volume. tell everybody here. Oh, here we go. Make sure <laughs> to turn off. Give money to Humble Bundle in those Woo. percentage. Make sure at all Woo. send their percentage to the charity. I'd say does. you don't do that because some of the things you might not know about that is Humble Bundle sometimes pays to get those games. Yeah. And they also, they, they, they have to I do, stand by my... They have to do the light no, work so, of... No, literally, uh, sometimes, yeah. like, in a Games for Windows situation, they paid for some of those games to come over. Mm-hmm. All right. And that's okay. because people don't fuck with the sliders very much. Yeah, they're and, doing fine. Uh, but fine, I, I, okay, do, I do always move it slightly yeah. less for Humble, but it's still like, yeah... Yeah, they have to do some work to get. But this I saw, there I, saw and, I saw, I saw, I saw a bunch of people giving WB games shit because there is a minor pre-order microtransaction controversy around the new Shadows uh, Shadow yeah, of War. Yeah, as it, always. Yeah, because I don't like microtransactions in a game I paid sixty dollars for, especially if like 
it's great if there's some rich kid who doesn't give a fuck about dumping money into shit. That's fine. Like, and, and, and pl- I guess exploit him all you want, but if you fuck with my game that I paid you full price for, that'll make me mad. But but the, the, the pre-order thing is like, no, all the money's going to... No money from the pre-order of the new game goes to charity. I'm like, but no money goes to charity from GameStop, Best Buy, either. <laughs> Yeah, like, oh, it, no it, way. And you don't get a t-shirt or the first game, and literally no money goes to charity. So I thought that was a shitty criticism of, like, do not do yeah. this. I'm like, this is the only way to buy this game and have money go to charity. Whether or not mm-hmm. the full yeah. price of the new game goes there. The distribution of, it's weird to complain that this one wouldn't give it to charity when mm-hmm. the only other way to buy it is to, is to also never not give, to give it charity. anything to charity. Either. Ever. Yes. Ever give it charity. And that's you get a, a bunch point. of free games in the, in the process. So I thought that was like, yeah, fuck WB Games for this. And like, that's not really fair. I don't see a lot of other AAA publishers like putting their stuff up where there's any charity involved. Yeah. Uh, and I, I have no stake in this. Like, I don't... <laughs> I have well, like two friends over there. I, we haven't uh, talked collusion. in years. <laughs> we haven't talked in years. Yeah. Call him and Frodo. Just, <laughs> just say, yeah, it's it's Samwise. It's even worse. Yeah. He can never get me anything. <laughs> he's too poor. Yeah, he le- he's proud and poor. Leavened elf bread. Yeah, and le- that Lembus bread. It'll last you a while at least. <laughs> I just thought that was that was a shitty thing. Like you will not. There's no way to buy this game and give anything to charity. It doesn't matter how much is going to them. And why would they want to lose money? I understand why would they want to lose money in their their new game, but they're yeah. still giving you the opportunity to give to charity by pre-ordering it through there. It's kind of neat. I hope more people do it, and you should encourage that. Uh, I would say don't pre-order any game, but I'm at uh, uh, the people I'm talking to right now on microphone and in person. Mm-hmm. You pre-order everything. I pre-order like <laughs> I pre-order <laughs> almost everything. Yes. <laughs> no, I, almost everything. About once a month, yeah. I pre-order a game mm-hmm. these days. Though I mean, that I is almost more, never that's do. That's a lot of games. I pre-order mm-hmm. everything that comes out on Tuesday that, so that I can I mean, play it. You got to pre-order things yeah, on Amazon crazy. now if you want that. Talk sweet about it on the show. You know, that's kind of I don't like that it changed at Amazon recently. Yeah. That if you don't buy the pre-order, they don't give you the two-week grace period of yeah. cheapness anymore. They're like, you either got to pre-order it or you pay full price. Yeah. That's why I gotta join a gamers club on Lockdog. Yeah. Yeah, GCU, I'm already dog. a prime member. Yeah. Of that. It just, it's just—it's—it's nothing but an ad-free crackle membership, dog. Oh boy! <laughs> Where just else can go. I watch content? Right. I can watch seven episodes of Seinfeld yeah. or this. Uh, I, hey, I, I theme those episodes. I like that they do that. I'm, I'm like, I gotta pre-order everything so I can play like two to four hours of it and then complain that I don't know who dies yet. I just have to guess based on whose character is developed the least. <laughs> well, so I—I um, I actually did just buy a new TV. By the way, ah, I got uh, 4K. A, uh, a 55 inch 4K TV. Jesus so like Christ, this talking Simpsons money is crazy. It's like $400, the TV. <laughs> is it also Is it like one of those TCL? Uh, no HDR. It is a TCL. In, but, uh, hey, it, my TCL that I replaced just lasted me eight years. Oh, that's like, crazy. Wow. Wow. This, Dude, this, that's exactly what I asked on bonus time this week. Not only do I have a Destiny anecdote that's. Yeah. Uh, but I was asking for 4K details because I accidentally. My girlfriend was house-sitting Henry. I'm telling Henry this. Mm, yes. Uh, and she wanted to see Wonder Woman. Like, my woman's never asked mm. to see a superhero wow. movie ever. Yeah. So I go and buy it, and I'm like, I see, like, I can get this version, and then for $5 more, I can future-proof it by getting the 4K version. Mm. And then I see Great Pumpkin is coming to 4K. I'm like, well, <laughs> I have to change everything in my house. <laughs> uh, uh, like, eventually. I'm not going to do it right now. You realize that was, like, broadcast in, like, 480i. I know it. I know how it was broadcast. I know I want to feed it to my eyeballs in maximum quality. <laughs> I want that shit well, fucked right. with all the right well, you blacks. You want to see every pixel of Pigpen's Exactly. Dirt. 
All the right blacks. That's going to be yeah, I said yeah, music. Yeah, that's it that's really line is. of the show, right? Well, there. But, but anyway, so you got so now you have Wonder Woman in well, 4K. I do. I have a 4K, but the Xbox One X is coming out, uh, and yes. I thought I thought the idea was like I'll get an Xbox One S because it's like a fucking one hundred dollar. 4K mm-hmm. Blu-ray player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I have a 4K television, but Henry, I got the fucking cheap 4K television. I think the real deal is HDR, which mine doesn't have. Mine does not have HDR either, I don't hmm. think. And I was asking for advice and like, what the fu- like what the fuck do I-, I don't even know what the fuck to purchase the, the anymore. The thing is, it's like it gets confusing when you drill down because like not everyone calls it HDR. Like yeah. I think like I have a Samsung mm-hmm. that's like a couple years old and I don't think it calls it HDR. It's like dynamic color or something like that like well i i know what i have a samsung as well mm-hmm. and we got it cheap on groupon a few years ago for 500 bucks tyler and i split it we're not misusing your <laughs> patreon money shut up mm. please uh, <laughs> uh but when i got my ps4 pro i'm like turn on oh yeah here 4k hdr you can't do hdr the system told me i'm not allowed to use huh. hdr <laughs> That's uh, right. on that television That's right. Uh, mm. I mean, you know, I really should have looked into if I had HDR on that or not, but this, it's the big. Again, it's a 4K Blu-ray. The yeah. big sticker on the front is HDR, mm. and it. No, I. But I really just wanted like this one's 15 inches bigger than my old TV. So yeah, size so queen. I, I, I can watch more <laughs> well, from bed. All I've been doing like, watching in bed though has been watching YouTube videos off my TV instead of my phone in bed. The, the so-called cheap TVs, like I've had nothing but good experiences with them. Like I had a Vizio yeah, for a ton of years that I gave to to Dave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still, it still works great. Uh, great picture, no problems with it ever. Like I gave my sister a three hundred dollar TCL TV, and she's like, "This is the best TV I've ever owned." And I'm like, "Really? Okay." Well, because like the way things work now, if you get the right device, you'll never fuck with that television settings yeah. ever uh, again. I don't know. In my opinion, TCL went downhill after Lisa Lefty Lopez died. Ah, there it is. <laughs> uh, it took me a second. Jesus it's, Christ! It's also my first Roku machine too. It just uh, has Roku built in. Yeah, so I, I like having I don't that. Even, like. I don't turn on my Xbox One at no, all anymore. No. It had been my media well, machine. Like, like I remember a couple of years ago, like I brought over my PS4, and you were like going through, and it's like, where's HDCP? Have you set this up? Like, you, you what? Don't you watch Netflix on this? I'm like, no, it's built into my TV. Why would I? Mm-hmm. Why would I ever Netflix use my PS4 too, for yeah. them? Yeah, yeah. It's pretty nice. It's pretty nice. I do Netflix mm-hmm. through there, Hulu. Uh, Though Comedy Central is like, ooh, Comcast, no, sorry. <laughs> Same with my I have fucking HBO Go. It's like, mm, oh no, you're the Comcast says you can't. Sorry, that, you got to use your Xbox One for that. Ugh. For some no, reason, Xbox, Xbox One has this again, weird exclusivity. I recommend ooh. Sling. We were watching Nathan for you. Yeah. Nathan for you is the which greatest. Has, like, it's they don't even like promote it on Sling. It's twenty dollars a month mm-hmm. for the channels. That only I care about outside of like yeah. Nickelodeon. It has Nick Jr., but no Nickelodeon. Yeah. Um, so I can't watch Ninja Turtles. It's got to, but it has uh, on demand for everything. Yeah. Uh, so if you if you click Why would down, I watch El Rey, Loach Underground's over. Yeah, but no, we're, we're on the, coming we're, back. I, I we're hope on the so. West Coast, so like at midnight, left, but I hope so. Or like eleven thirty, mm-hmm. like the new Rick and Morty just drops in on demand, and I never knew I could take advantage. I, Brett has made fun of me for being a paid spokesman in a sling. <laughs> this has uh, been Television Apocalypse. Yeah. I hope you just like don't buy PS View. That shit is <laughs> well, terrible. You should, you should just play a new jingle to get us into something else then, or we'll just keep talking I about TV. I should. I thought this was worthwhile. I thought it was worthwhile! <laughs> The news, 
says collected by Dave oh. here. Oh. Uh, well, hey, you oh. missed some Tokyo Game Show stuff that I'm going to add in here, Dave. But first okay. off, uh, Atlas uh, has hit an emulation group with a cease and desist over Persona 5, which some people think means the PC, uh, Persona 5's coming to PC. Yeah, well, it, it's not just that, it, like, they, they weren't, like, I don't think setting out mm-hmm. to necessarily emulate Persona 5. I think they were using that, like, as a an example but no, it's, I, I they're working said, on a ps3 emulator i should have said in game deals persona 5 for ps3 is six dollars cheaper ah, because it's wow. the, it's the honestly, same fucking it's that game it looks exactly all. the same yeah, well i think doesn't it like have does is it have the same level of animation quality uh, like, yeah, so there's nothing there's nothing in that they, game. they really just up slightly a ps3 the cutscenes look brighter but the game does not yeah and i the only reason I wouldn't think it would be on PC is just... Well, actually, no. Atlas would totally do it because Sega... Yeah, Sega. Atlas is not on PC, but Sega of Japan has totally seen the light. They're like, oh, people buy shit on Steam. Yeah, yeah, we you, never thought they would. The so, audience for Yakuza is here on PC. My, my initial guess, because I guess the the language that was used was specifically like, you can never put PS Persona 5 on PC. It's it's never been there, as far, or Persona yeah. in general, as far as and I so know. And they, so they, they took off... All mentions of Persona 5 from the the project page, and they're like, we are going to continue working on our PS3 emulator, but we won't. No, we, we're not talking about Persona anymore. Don't use that. Don't use that ISO yeah. here. Uh-huh. But it wouldn't surprise <laughs> me at all if within the next year we're going to see Persona 5 on PC, and that's I, what prompted this. I wouldn't be surprised either. I mean, it's it's also if you want to look at it in another light, like it. Part of the thing is like they're saying. You should to use games with your emulator. You should dump them from your PS3 to your PC. That's the safest way to do it. Mm. Which a lot, and you know, since they're still selling Persona Five, like, oh well, somebody could just borrow the disc from a friend, dump it onto their PC, Mm -hmm. and pirate it. I mean, Atlas is they also are the same people who said you can't put. Anything. Don't stream it. <laughs> don't stream anything past. Uh, the, don't like, take a screenshot. Uh, something funny. You have to take a picture yeah. of the screen with your phone. Don't buy like an HTCP like blocker for twenty five dollars. <laughs> I know they're really. It's they're they're in the past. They're <laughs> in the past. But also, I will say at Tokyo Game Show, I don't know how much you guys talked about the TGS news. Honestly, not much TGS news happened, but. They did say they were going to show more of the Shin Megami Tensei Switch game so next month. They showed a logo for and, uh, direct, yeah, right? They, they showed it a logo for yeah. back in January, and then they re-showed that logo during a stream uh, this month. But then they said in October you will get actual news on the Shin Megami Tensei game for the Switch, which I'm very excited for. So has anyone done like a Fursona YouTube parody yet, like where they summon like towering... Uh, Furry persona. <laughs> I feel pretty certain of that. Persona. Everybody has a persona. <laughs> You're so uh, cool, Panther. Well, speaking of <laughs> speaking of Nintendo, Super Mario Run is yeah. getting a big old update. At Daisy's getting added and a new world. Man, I yeah. I have I not they, touched I that thought game that was abandoned. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, we have to realize is this is a Japanese developer making mm-hmm. an iPhone game, which means like. Like most iPhone developers who probably are like, oh, this thing should be added. Let's let's put it in this week and then we'll do we'll drop an update. Uh, I feel like even with like PS4, when a a Japanese game gets updated, it's very rarely, but it is comprehensive. Thorough, yeah. And mm. it's a lot of things like adding Daisy, adding a new world, adding a bunch of new modes. It's it, like insane the amount of stuff that they added, and also. It's going to come out on uh, the 29th, mm-hmm. so the day that this uh, episode drops. And from like the 29th, I think for two weeks, the game will be five dollars, which mm-hmm. is half off. And five dollars, I, I bought that game for ten dollars and did not feel ripped off. Like I, yeah, no, I played that game. 
more than probably every it's other one of those iPhone. High quality apps mm, I've yeah. ever purchased for my yeah, phone. Yeah, it's super fun. It's really good. I, I played it endlessly until oh, there's not a lot to do. And here. also, and I, and I, I predicted I on the show they'll everything. never update it ever and that, again. And that means this game's been updated for iOS 11. Unlike like half the games that I had to like that say goodbye. That pissed me off. Yeah. I was, I was we like, need the right. relevance when my newer game is coming my, my out. Indigo Prophecy's gone forever. I, I how can I experience David Cage's only good game? I sincerely <laughs> wanted to play Civilization Rev 2, yeah. and it wouldn't let me. Yeah. Uh, XCOM was at least updated. Okay, but, good. Uh, and once again, this is the update that also fucked podcasts. So yeah. if you hmm. could resubscribe, we would really appreciate that. Tell Please your friends. Do. If By you're the, listening to this, hopefully you have resubscribed. I didn't know so. we would tank that much, but we really did. By the way, Hank, I, I regret to inform you that you did die in my run of XCOM War of the Chosen. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, Which I, is super fun. I haven't even played it yet. I, but, uh, Dave, I regret rabbits, to tell man. you that uh, you died in my run of Mario plus Rabbids. Oh, it's so Kingdom sad. Battle. You were the yeah. princess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of people dying, um, PUBG's developers are dying to sue people over their very original idea mm. of mm. battle. Battle Royale. Okay, so well, you have the same Battlegrounds opinion I do. is yeah, like so. Look, yes, I think player on Battlegrounds absolutely popularized a, a a gameplay thing that everybody else wasn't going to put in games, and I think Fortnite absolutely has added this game into it yeah. because of PUBG. Mm-hmm. They are not the first person to do this, like and even they, a little bit. They said they consulted with the H one Z one, like that was. PUBG the, mm-hmm. that was the game like it that's what the game was yeah yeah uh, so it's not so you're I'm, not the first people to do this and I know it you should be they, sensitive to your first big hit yeah. they, and they I, should get salty over it I think sure. that mm-hmm. might be part of the reason why the Fortnite update is free mm-hmm. yeah and they're not trying to make to capitalize off their well, well, they're, I, they're I, trying I, to connect the dots of a bunch of yeah. things that like mm-hmm. Epic is somehow responsible for stealing Fortnite their is code. like I mean they're Epic's also, not cool yeah. they're probably not cool but no, Epic, I, I don't know. Just Epic made the Unreal Engine. The Unreal Engine is what PUBG runs on. I did And they're some... claiming that Cliffy B, because of his mm. contacts there, has somehow took taken that code and I, put it into I Fortnite. I have seen some people also say Implying that, uh, that Fortnite, in their ads, directly mentioned PUBG. Oh, and that they didn't is... get approval. I'm like, yeah. that's not how this works. Well, you can <laughs> say, that's why, I mean, Pepsi doesn't get pr- approval from Coca-Cola to say yeah, people they don't, like this They don't more. license Coke to say they're better than it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it, it's, it's there's kind of more of a gray area and ads like that mm-hmm. so i mean PUBG should absolutely defend their copyrights yeah. but conceptually this is what happens all the time like guitar hero was popular then mm-hmm. everybody made that yep. mm-hmm. every time super mario created platformer popularized platforms yeah. we made them then everybody made that it's just and look at this a right new now genre. that's minecraft guitar so hero spawned an imitator rock band which then it imitated so it's like mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe, we talk, maybe like when you want to talk find something all the to we get asked all the time. Like, what the fuck do you care about this Nintendo shit for? And like, Nintendo made all these things popular. People ripped it off, unsuccessfully, mm-hmm. and then unsuccessfully. And Nintendo kept going and making this thing, and no one else seems to bother or care to remake it. Mm-hmm. It's too hard, and that's that's how you protect your IP in a real way. Yeah. Like yeah. like like Breath of the Wild. Go ahead, make another one. I dare you. I dare you. <laughs> there's a reason there's so few Zelda clones yeah, because it's, it's really hard, hard to make to a make fucking it. Zelda game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of money and effort, and then you're compared to what everybody's favorite game is. Well, it's so. like in in uh, our previous guest Walt Williams in mm-hmm. his book, he talks about that he's sitting playing Grand Theft Auto Five, mm-hmm. and his dad saunters in and sits down and watches like. You think your sister could make something like this? And his his sister was like <laughs> taking programming class, and it's like that's sort of like if she asked me 
Uh, do you think, or if, if he asks me, do you think your sister could uh, found a religion and mobilize an army of uh, <laughs> believers to build the Sistine Chapel in order to paint the ceiling? And then license a Fergie song. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess it's not impossible, it's not but impossible. it's highly unlikely. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so that, that's, that's my feelings on PUBG. And then I uh, also, uh, speaking of um, disputes, hey. one dispute has been settled. Are you liking all my segues here? Yeah. yeah. Uh, one dispute has been settled. The... Uh, voice actor strike against games is over. The yeah. SAG AFRA strike, right. which had uh, was preventing a lot of it was against performers. eleven video game companies in mm-hmm. particular, and went for eleven months. Well, yeah. The very the longest strike in SAG after history. Which makes we'll me... probably see the effects of that in about two years. Yeah, well, it makes me wonder: like, <laughs> well, are there going to be a bunch of games that are just like Resident Evil it's, it's style? Just like... Sound like every Sega game, all night. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Let's there's, there's like why up. why is uh, Nathan Drake suddenly voiced yeah. by Nalan? Some of those TMNT four clips. One of my most one of my most popular <laughs> tweets ever was actually me um, telling my shell at wounded knee. Some one of my most popular tweets tweets recently was directly calling out Life is Strange, the new version for being a quote unquote scab game because they didn't use the original voice actress because. She was on strike, and so they hired a soundalike, and mm. so it's it is slightly more complicated than that. And that yeah. the actress even like did consulting work, which had to basically help with uh-huh. the character. You get though paid and live, yeah. The, but <laughs> I mean, it's but weird. that felt like yeah. such a it felt a weird it's, workaround. It's a and it's for games. It's a weird thing where it's like when with a video game production, there are so many moving parts at the same time, like. You can't delay a game because the voice acting isn't going to have the original actors. Mm-hmm. Like you have to just work through that you can't in some wait way, for, especially in one like with Life is Strange, where yeah. the performance is yeah. so important. I mean, like an actor strike in Hollywood, there's it's obviously going to be more of a like a uh, I don't want to say collusion, but not. It's like if actors strike, then the cameramen are probably going to strike too, and the writers are going to strike. It's like the sort of people working in concert. Yeah, the word or is solidarity. Solidarity. Well, yeah. and there are no other real unions in games. Yeah. Like, the, the voice actors... It was something that bothered me that? when people said, like, well, who are these voice actors to strike? They're me. not as important as the developer. Me. Well, the developers <laughs> should strike then. They should get a union like yeah. SAG-AFTRA. They should do... they. That that is my feeling on well, that. Developers tend to have a salary and don't have a reason to strike, as opposed to well, writers, so, voice actors. It's not fair. Well, it's the not voice fair. actors also one of their biggest concerns was that they have to be like in secret on stuff because even though they're signing all these NDAs, I believe the story one person said was like I was recording stuff for Fallout Four. They never told me what it was or what I was recording because <laughs> they were that secret. And it's one thing to be secretive, but that affected their ability to get work. They couldn't say, well, I'm on the new Fallout game. Mm-hmm. Or or they could say to a friend, oh, are you working on this too? It just it inhibited their ability I, I to think work. There were a few too many cases of like yeah. voice actors saying, like, I voiced this character in this game. And everybody's <laughs> being like, oh, so this game's in production then. <laughs> no, it hurt. The, I mean, that is how we found out about Resident Evil 6 existing. I remember as a reporter of like mm-hmm. some innocent actress... On IMDb, listed that she was in the game because what does she know? Like yeah. same with same with the the goofy voice actor outed that they were uh, localizing a, a Kingdom Hearts game that had previously just been in Sorry. Japan only. But in his case, he's just like, oh, what are you going to do? Fire Goofy? I'm Goofy for life. Like, yeah. who cares? <laughs> but the the so what they didn't get, they wanted more. They wanted the sweetest plum, mm-hmm. which was. Uh, 
I forget the word for it. It's when they get uh, money back on its success. Residuals. Uh, residuals. They wanted residuals on the games. They're not getting that. But another other things was that they were getting tired of being ass backed and ass backed for stuff and not getting any extras and now so uh, or not getting any extra pay. It's just like no record again and record again. <laughs> and I get it; people need pick up recordings, yeah. but to just say that's like no, we paid you once, we get yeah. to your, all your time. Now they get an increasing amount of money each time they are called back, so they're going to get bonuses in that way. So it is an improvement, which is good, and I'm glad it seems like there's no hard feelings. I hope I hope this maybe shows other folks in the games industry, and I include the press as well on this, that perhaps unionized labor equals in better treatment, and sometimes you have to be the bad guy and, and strike. And it made me mad that people... I got some replies to that thing where I mentioned that I called Life is Strange a scab game because it is a it broke by the definition of a scab it broke a strike line and hired a non-union actor to cast them I, it's it is just the truth and people are just yeah. like well this everybody needs a job like I was just like Yes, but that actor made their choice, and there's a difference between lots of actors take non-union gigs. Not every actor. Uh, there's a difference between just any non-union gig and then a non-union gig that takes a that hurts the unionized labor. Anyway, anyway. that's my thoughts on that. Uh, I guess that's kind of it for news. Yeah, I didn't see it's anything. It's been a else. kind of a slow week. Uh huh. Well, I mean, TGS just happened. It's it's going to be quiet. Yeah. NYCC isn't a, a week, so. Probably will be some news at that, I would bet. Yeah, for games though, what's what's uh, you know, Capcom's gonna be there. Mm. Uh, I'm hoping for more news on the Steam oh. Universe or OKKO games. They, neither of them have a solid date. I'm guessing, even though I really want Steven Universe Save the Light, mm. which is basically Paper Mario Steven Universe. Oh, cool. I want that to come out this fall, like it says. But if it's coming out in fall mm-hmm. and does not have a release date in the end of September, <laughs> I don't think it's coming out in fall. Yeah. So, uh, another piece of news, Just Your Warfare, added to Call of Duty. Oh, shit, I forgot that. Uh, This is amazing. So, uh, yeah, Just Your Warfare has been added to Infinite Warfare, um, and it lets you do shit like crashing your head yeah from the like the kids in the hall gesture and what? like you your character like does the it's crushing your head thing just your only no, your warfare gesture yeah. warfare oh my god so i think so, it's supposed to be like what is it is it like strikes are calling down or something but it's like i don't know what it is exactly but it's like you can do like the cut your throat motion made popular by a wrestler that we can't name uh that will just like that guy that you're aiming at. When you do this thing, when you do this gesture, yeah, it says it all kills you do him. is act, aim and activate the gesture with the tactical grenade button. The animation of the Zippo lighter for the lighted up gesture takes a little more time than others. But I'm reading from Kotaku, yeah, right now. But yeah, it's like so you do gestures and they kill people. You can crush heads by pinching. Yeah. Uh, you can light people on fire with a Zippo lighter motion. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty cool. It's uh, astonishing that like the amount of man hours and the amount of just attention that this game will get that the one thing that hooks there's one thing that hooks me every year and this year it's yes the kids in the hall crushing your head motion is mm-hmm. in call of duty and yeah. that is the that is the thing that makes me most want to play it's call great of duty. just for the gifts can i pinch faces i'm pinching your face it's crushing your head pinching yeah. your I, face. sadly i don't think the, there's nobody home uh-huh. nobody home yeah uh all right well they let's better get uh was it kevin mckinney or Mark, Mark McKinney, McKinney, sorry. Kevin McDonald, I wrong name them. on all yeah, accounts. All right, sorry, sorry about that. <laughs> he Mark better, McKinney he better get residuals for that. He will not. No. 
Uh, you can't copyright an action like that. It's mm-hmm. why it's yeah. why every dance appears as an emoted uh, stuff, and they don't have to pay. I anybody just unlocked the uh, Lindsay Chicken dance in uh, Arrested oh. Development. I can now do that in Destiny of the Pusher Button. Nice. Nice. I'm positive Portia Del Rossi didn't get any. A cockadoodle do. A cockadoodle. How's Bruce Foley doing? Bruce Foley. God damn it, man! <laughs> Shut uh, up. <laughs> it was pretty great seeing them all in person earlier this year. It's San Francisco. More with the humble brag. Business. Bruce and Foley <laughs> and Scott McCullough. Surprise, we got him here. <laughs> and uh, Janet Varney backing him up. And Bobcat Goldthwaite. And then they made like. Uh, Kevin McDonald thought he was making a fun joke about being in Police Academy movies, and the Bobcat did not laugh at it. And I was like, "Ooh, uh, I think he—I think it was just a matter of overfamiliarness, perhaps." But anyway, uh, one thing I've learned from watching people interview funny people—you should never try to be funny at a comic, even if you are never, one. never, only never. Time last year, unless it's at a Friars Club roast, that's the only place it's permitted. At New York Comic Con, the only time that's ever worked for me was when I was not trying to joke with a jokester, but at least give somebody an opening to do... Make more fun uh, of you? To I- do improv. Mm. Like, so I was interviewing... Remember the show Son of Zorn? Mm. Anybody? Oh. Yes, yeah. yes. It was... It really should have just been on Adult Swim. It was, it was not good. It was fine. No, it, it was, wasn't. It was fine. No, it wasn't. So I was interviewing the cast of that, which was really cool to interview, you know... Tim Meadows Cheryl and Cheryl Hines, Hines yeah. and uh, Tallahassee's own, who are all way too good for that show. So then I asked the actor who played the son of Zorn. I said, "Like, so the show is called Son of Zorn. So do you consider it your show?" And then he said funny things in response to that. That I think was the only time I've ever been successful in <laughs> being comedic with a funny person I am interviewing. <laughs> Every other time, it's like, uh, "So um, a joke, right? I'm not funny like you, right? We're funny." <laughs> it's okay. I'm sure there's plenty of examples on this show. Oh, where yeah. you're hilarious. Uh, sure. Uh, sure. The, the question of the week? That <laughs> <laughs> was Henry funny. That's generally pretty funny. Let's move on to our community segment, which is always... funny. He did it again. He fell right into it. As always, the segment in our community. Last week's question of the week, as you might remember, was... What's your favorite Metroidvania, Hank? Uh-huh. Oh, gee, Jeepers Creepers, you throw it at me. Um, yeah, it's a big question, I know. Well, look, I mean, if I'm not counting a Metroid game, then my favorite is Guacamelee. Yes, actually. I was mm. about to say that if you didn't. It is pro wrestling, that is uh-huh. kind of why I like it. Though they should have called the, I wish the statues actually were called chorizos in it. Mm. Chorizos? <laughs> as in the, as like in the, the wonderful meat. Yes, the, the, uh. the Mexican meats and to be a it's funny. Spanish. Thing. Sorry. Spanish. Imported. Look, all right, anyway, you can can do German suplexes. It's basically just a suplex move to just throw them around the screen. And it's so... I just love the feel for it. I will say the grumpy cat jokes have aged probably pretty Whoa, poorly. But lots of Mega Man <laughs> jokes too. Yeah, yeah. But I, I had a lot of fun with it. There's also there was a pretty good Spider-Man Metroidvania, the game, uh, DS version of Shattered Dimensions, Dimensions. or yes. was it Web of Shadows? It's both. Well, I think. <laughs> oh, okay, they both. I, I think somebody in the comments talked about. No, it, it was it was Baker. Uh, oh yeah, Chris Baker. Chris Baker that's, oh, yeah. He, he works on the DS version. Yeah, yeah it, we'll get actually. to that uh, shortly. All right, so. <laughs> but, but first, the first. Oh, my answer is Tomba. Oh, by the way, <laughs> weren't you here last week? I was not. Oh, you were. Oh, that's right. Who said Tomba? Then who wasn't you? Uh, I think Nathan said it. Jesus. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Or take. But, <laughs> but I Tomba like I think. Well, I obviously played Super Metroid, but before I ever played Castlevania Symphony of the Night, I played Tomba. I'm like, oh, I love this. I can go anywhere and. 
I'm like exploring this whole world and discovering new things. It's amazing. I need to play and that. And also, it's Grandal. a guy who has pink hair and he can hump pigs. <laughs> and there's like this bizarre game called Grandall that I remember. Like I ordered the, both the regular edition and the special edition on eBay because they were cheap from Japan. Uh, and like an ex ex girlfriend had like played the shit out of it, and she called it "Save the Stecky Senpai." What? I'm like, all right, well, I have to play this. My senpai still all haven't. Sticky. <laughs> yeah, Suteki, oh. which is like awesome. I, I don't know. Hmm. I'm behind on my Japanese. Anyway, first poster in the forums was Frankly Man. Frankly Man, who said, "I want to spotlight a lesser known game, The Deadly Tower of Monsters, by the developers of Xenoclash and Rock of Ages." That's such a good developer, by the way. It's mm-hmm. a 3D action platformer where you scale up and back down a colossal tower as you solve puzzles, defeat bosses, and gain new abilities to unlock new parts of the tower. The entire game is presented as a sci-fi B-movie, complete with enemies that look like guys in rubber ape and alien suits, bad puppets made from household appliances, dinosaurs that look like stop-motion claymation, and wind-up toys made to look big. The entire game has a director's commentary played throughout, a director who keeps making excuses for the bad script, special effects, and poor safety of his film crew. It's not a long game, but a very enjoyable, genuinely funny, and memorable one. I need to check that out. Yeah. Uh, Doom Guy Jockstrap said, uh, first time poster, long time listener, all that fun stuff. I uh, could be boring and predictable and go with Symphony of the Night, but instead I'll say Axiom Verge is my favorite win- uh, Metroidvania. Huh. It's weird Geiger-esque aesthetics and uh, creative weapons kept me uh, interested until the very end. The bosses in particular made my skin crawl, and the story was incredibly weird and memorable. The Super Nintendo-style graphics uh, were what sucked me in at first, and I really enjoyed the first time I spent playing it, ignoring the parts where I got stuck and felt like eating my keyboard <laughs> at the first stage. <laughs> uh, Brenton Bear said, First time poster here. Hey, another one. Making up for lost time as I missed out on the last two topics, which would have made wonderful additions. But what's my favorite Metroidvania? Is anyone going to mention Rogue Legacy? Probably I've should. Yet it's a really to good one. complete this indie gem, but this takes the concept of what makes a Metroidvania and turns it on its head. You start off as a low-level adventurer, exploring a castle with no map to guide you, slaying monsters with weapons and magic akin to Castlevania, and encountering new areas while collecting loot and cash to improve upon your character until their inevitable death. But death isn't the end for you. You get to respawn as one of your ancestors with a unique trait and class that changes your next... With your that changes your next run and playstyle in a variety of ways while you keep any money as an inheritance. That's a neat mechanic, but it gets better. The Metroid basic the Metroidvania castle that you're exploring is reset upon your next run and forces you to explore it again. By design, this game is raw fun but has a great level of challenge itself thanks to the ca- class and trait system. Sometimes you're a treasure hunter in arms with nothing but speed and low hit points, snatching up money and treasure uh, as much money and treasure as possible. But sometimes you're a gigantic mage or a miniature ninja or e- or like a mini ninja, or even a ball lady knight who sees everything upside down, but you're always learning from your mistakes, rewarded for your success, uh, and always implement improving by leveling up and getting the much-needed upgrades in order to survive and really open up the game. By now, it's certainly been outshined by other indie Metroidvanias. However, it's still worth everyone's time in the years since it's released. Holy crap. Yeah, this was a favorite game of uh, my former co-worker and good buddy, Lucas Sullivan, who, congrats, Lucas, just got oh, yeah. a promotion to Games Radar. Oh, He's shit. now the managing so, wow, editor. editor. 
And only U.S. employee? Yeah, you know, look, he's managing editor of the U.S. That's that's his title. I don't know who works under him, but I just want to say congratulations. Did Rogue Legacy ever come out on console? Yeah, yeah. I got it on my X-Bone. It's on PS4. Uh, Redrock963 says... Mine has got to be Aria of Sorrow for the GBA. I think it took the formula that made the uh, they made with Symphony Unite and perfected it in that game. I love the soul mechanic as it encouraged you to experiment with different combinations to get through the game. I actually managed to collect every soul in Aria of Sorrow, netting you the ring that gives you infinite magic. Between that and the sword that takes you up, that <laughs> takes up half the screen, I've never felt more of a badass in a game. Mm. That is a pretty cool touch for a GBA game. Yeah. Uh, the Walking Dude said, <laughs> I never thought of it as one before, but I would say Wario Land 3. What? It's an excellent puzzle platformer, and it has the whole get new abilities to access new areas thing going. It doesn't have a single map, but it absolutely counts. Or it yeah. doesn't. It doesn't have a single map, but it absolutely counts. Plus, Wario is invincible throughout, which leads to many interesting ideas. Simply because instead of killing Wario, they transform him into different forms to either help or hinder his progress. Yeah, the Wario Land games are really cool. It is basically R and D one making a parody of a Mario game, making Ooh. the naughty Mario game that Shigeru Miyamoto won't let him make. So Ooh. Listen to the retronauts on the Wario. Mario games. too hot for TV. Uh, Bob Bob Mackey does a really good job on that one. Uh, Carlito Zan <laughs> said uh, from the laser. <laughs> wow, Carlito Zan from the Laser Time Facebook community said, uh, "I'm gonna have to go with one of my favorite games of all time, La Mulana. It's a very challenging huh. Metroidvania, but I love the scale of the game and all the care they put into every zone. You play as uh, Lemizana." Lameza Kosugi, who is basically Indiana Jones, but descended from ninjas. Uh, the game is so punishing, but once you understand the rules of the game, it becomes endless fun. We covered this one in our Indiana Clones episode. Did we? Oh, uh, Nagoro uh, had a successful Kickstarter for the sequel, and I'm patiently awaiting the day I can explore Lamunanas 2, uh, 2's brutal dungeons. I'll read this one. Uh, our Aaron Chados from the Laser Time Facebook community said, It has to go to Guacamelee, speaking of... Of. If this is being read off on a particular podcast of sorts, Guacamelee hasn't been in the top five in recent memory. What gives? There was a period when Guacamelee was in the top five of like every other podcast. What's wrong <laughs> with Guacamelee? Turns out a bunch of other people made a bunch of better Guacamelee. <laughs> uh, I feel it's... like it was spent in our top fives like several times, but yeah. like years ago. Mm-hmm. Top five oh, Luchadors, really still got to do this. Hmm. Uh, yeah, Mike Miley from the Laser Time Facebook community said, I have to say, Aliens Infestation it's on the really DS. Good. Outside of my love for the movie Aliens, them using content from the unprotected script for Aliens 3, that must be unpublished script or something, from Aliens 3 from William Gibson really, was really cool. It's a way forward game. It's yeah. just Aliens on, on Nintendo DS and no one ever played it. It's fucking great. It's yeah. really good. Yeah, well, speaking of uh, DS games that were unplayed... C-Bake! Chris Baker said, Question of the Week actually inspired me to make a whole YouTube video about a couple of Spider-Man DS games I was privileged to be a part of. Web of Shadows and Shattered Dimensions. They're my favorite Metroidvanias for sentimental reasons, but they're also pretty awesome in their own right. But hey, Chris Baker here. I'm a big fan of the Game Apocalypse podcast, Ooh. and this week, to commemorate the release of the new Metroid game, they posed this question to the community. What's your favorite Metroidvania? Wow. Metroid oh, or Castlevania, or otherwise? And wouldn't you know it, 
My answer involves Spider-Man. If you're not familiar with the term Metroidvania, or as I prefer to call it, Castoid, these are usually 2D platformers like Metroid and most Castlevania games since Symphony of the Night that place a lot of emphasis on exploration, and often they involve spots that you'll come across and you can't pass them yet because you need to beat a boss that gives you an item that allows you to progress further. A lot of people don't realize that Spider-Man has actually starred in a couple of really solid Metroidvania games, and I'm very honored to have my name in the credits for both of them. But I'm certainly not going to take credit for how great they are because those accolades should be directed toward a DS developer called Griptonite. I'm not even sure they're around anymore, but I'm glad they were for these games. And the games I'm talking about are the DS versions of Spider-Man Web of Shadows and Spider-Man Shattered Dimensions. Of course, both of these were very much overshadowed by console versions of these games, which are completely different in pretty much every way except for the general setup. Mm. It's a five-minute video, which uh, like you yeah. should just Everyone embed on. Yeah, embed Chris it Baker's under the... one of my new favorite YouTubers. Yeah. God damn it! Please yeah. check him out. Look, look for the the title on it uh, is Spider-Man Follow the Metroid slash Castlevania Formula on NDS Shattered Dimensions and Web of Shadows by Superhero Video Games with Seabake Seventy Six. Oh, yeah. mm. Castoid, I like that. Yeah, Castoid. Uh, we also have a video response from Cody Laveau. Cajun Crippler. AVGA, it's Cajun Crippler, Cody LeBeau, and I'm in sunny San Diego, if you can believe that. I uh, took some time off, survived a pretty wicked storm, had some oh. extra money, so I decided to come and look at the animals here at the San Diego Zoo. Pretty Ooh. awesome, right? Nice. Um, yeah, huh. it was pretty rad. Surprise. Um, does Zelda 2 count as a Metroidvania? Somebody asked Brett. Mm. Anyway, I'll see you all yeah, next no week. No Brett here. Uh, later, Chris, Dave, Michael fourth person special guest anyway uh, we'll be back next week with uh, the possums and the skunks and stuff yay (laughs) Laveau first of all I saw my first skunk in San Francisco this weekend Hmm. didn't happen in the city and then two tell me the next time you get a nobody else but Hmm. Cody Laveau tell me next time you're at the San Diego Zoo I can help you skunk in San Francisco I actually ran into one the other week I was out walking it's terrifying they're real mean at night and he just like starts growling and I look up and it's like what's what's you what are you growling at and like there's a skunk standing like about six feet in front of us I'm like okay we're we're crossing right now we're running to the other side of the street (laughs) yeah because the the skunk I saw it's it I've seen raccoons and possums all the time, and they're like, ah, shit, he saw me! And they run away, and the skunk was like, do something. Fucking do something. Try and do yeah. something right now. Like the, the one I'm going to stand right in front like of you. All puffed out. Yeah, I'm not like, bearing teeth, but I'm going yeah. to fuck with you. Yeah. Do something. I'm a skunk. <laughs> like, it was it was crazy. Didn't have anything to fucking deal with that skunk for. Just trying to walk down some steps. Mm-hmm. You just leave. Just Ugh. walk away. We tr- uh, my just girlfriend walk did. Away. But it was like, yeah, it's impossible to explain. We were at the top of the hill. I'm like, I'm not walking another two miles away from this skunk. <laughs> I'll fucking kill him if I have to. Finally, Gallatin Carhart. Good morning, VGA. It's been a quiet week on my home farm of South 40. Avery, Jason's oldest. She did win the presidential election for beta so congratulations to her and this week she did attend her first leadership summit uh, for Kentucky here and while she was there she learned a lot about beta now Jason was with her and he did a little learning as well seeing as how he also works for the school system and while he sat there 
He also did listen to his favorite podcast, VGA, and on it, they asked, question of the week, what's your favorite Metroidvania? Well, Jason thought for a bit, and the answer he could come up with is, doesn't know if it's, doesn't know if it's his favorite, but he really enjoyed Shadow Complex. He liked all the guns in it and upgrading your stuff and going here and going there and backtracking as you do. But he also wished the one downfall of the game was uh, that there wasn't a new game plus in that game. That would have been even better. Yeah, it would have been a shorter run through, but still, it would have been awesome. Well, Lacey did take off to Opry Mills down in Nashville to do a little work clothes shopping. She's done great for the last two weeks in a row. She's been the top loan application originator in the bank, so that's a big deal. And cool. as littlest one, Avery, excuse me, Avonly, I apologize. Avonly played some Minecraft on her iPad and got ready for her rabbit show that she was very much anticipating. See, they got show rabbits out there at South 40. Nice. Anyways, that's the news from South 40, where the Wi-Fi signal is not strong, all the men are gamers, and all the children are above average. <laughs> Damn! Yeah. That should have been our yeah, Lake Wobegon sign-off, nice. Holy yeah, shit. That's great. My dad is creaming his jeans. Uh, <laughs> no, all dads are creaming their jeans all uh, the time no, that, in Lake Wobegon. Uh, everybody forgot Shadow Complex. I think it yeah. is. Yeah, we it talked got about a, it a long time in the Metroidvania episode. Well, okay, I, I did not thought so. That. Sorry, yeah. I. Uh, but I feel you know they they did re-release it on. Uh, well, they released on PC, didn't they? I don't think it, it did. was it on yeah. PS4. Free. Or, Man, no, it got. So. Yeah, I think it was in the P- uh, 360 yeah, backwards it was like, compatible. It was. I was on PC, and there was like this weird brief window where it was free on PC. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and, yeah. I, and it was and it was great, but I think it was from a time when like Epic was yeah. making a different game than it makes now. Yeah. Epic doesn't make games like that now. They make games that you play forever, not a mm-hmm. game you yeah, play. Yeah, well, that once. was like that was also I think Chair Interactive that went on to do mm-hmm. Infinity Blade. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, and also that that uh, clip reminded me too of a funny video I watched uh, on the internet, uh, but it was uh, it was called "Wanna Feel Old," and it was a little like three-year-old or four-year-old a toddler girl she was holding a game boy color and she kept swiping oh, yeah. on the screen <laughs> she she had no idea what those buttons were for. at she no like, point swipe, did she swipe. make any attempt to push one of the buttons why would you it's mm-hmm. a screen you touch it and yeah. it makes a game play what about That's your television what... remotes they still have buttons Come i mean on. all i hear from my Please? all i hear from my friends with kids is that like oh they know exactly how to turn on this they know yeah. how to play all the music yeah. it's like this generation, man, I'm scared of them. They've been trained on well, stuff. They're more tech savvy than I was. That's yeah. what they were saying about our generation. I'm like, man, these kids know just how to play these Nintendo yeah. games. They know what buttons to push. I don't know. I just well, yeah. I mean, we are for we are tech support for our parents. Like we yes. totally do. Yeah. We, we told like my par- straddle this weird generational divide between yeah. like we remember what it was like to not have internet. Yeah, and yet we grew up. We we were born late enough that we grew up with it for most of our lives yeah but i mean i've like had to tell my parents no this is how you get netflix (laughs) this no the wi-fi's there (laughs) i feel like i don't think i'll have kids but i do feel like uh, theoretical children i would have will be saying the same thing to me about whatever future technology (laughs) is if you know the world even isn't on fire by that point but uh you know 
They won't have a button to press for the nukes, man. Yeah, Think man. Think about it. You have to swipe There'll left be no for number the to nukes. text for the nukes. <laughs> if you like this American Idol contestant, why not not nuke him? Uh, like yeah. this nuke to make it launch, man. I, Think I, about it. I think like a lot of little Black kids Mirror. like I just wrote scripts. have come to see is like <laughs> iPad. This is for me to play with. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I remember there Adam, was there was a clip of someone yeah. this week giving their kid a Game Boy. No, advance. I was just talking about <laughs> Chris. Chris had to walk. Thanks iPad. for coming back from the bathroom. Hi, I, it's, it's cool. <laughs> pissed my brains out, and I'm ready to talk again. <laughs> So, new question of the week. What other SNES or Super NES or SNES or Super Nintendo game... But not Super Famicom. No, never Super Famicom! (laughs) Would you want to see... On the SNES Classic, if you had your druthers, this can wow. be, it doesn't have to be exclusive, it can be third party, it can be whatever. I guess in my case, I'm just going to say again, Terranigma, because Easy, buddy. Stop saying, I played that game for the first time, like, last year, and got hooked. Like, this is amazing. It never came to the U.S., but it did come to Europe. I use the music a lot ah. on this show mm. in the second segment. And I always thought that game was Terranigma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy. Uh, well, my. but it, it is really good. It's like this weird thing where, like, you start out in prehistory and, like, you can talk to animals and you're moving forward through time and, like, eventually your human character loses the ability to talk to animals when humans become the dominant species on the planet. The world is constantly changing and you get to experience these different eras as, like, a sort of immortal, timeless individual. It's really cool. Um, it's well, really cool. Also, <laughs> Alfred Chicken. Oh yeah. Uh, I already mentioned Sunset Riders, which is my top number yes. one pick. But also another Konami game, Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Oh yeah, uh, Greg that Co- is on. That is on it. It is. Yes. It Fuck. is. What? Pretty sure. positive. That I don't think it is. Wait, hang on. I feel like we did not talk about it in our. That was a simultaneous video. release with the Genesis as well, so yeah. it's definitely not exclusive. Oh, you're right. I think I just saw it on a list somewhere. <laughs> yeah, uh, Zombies Ate My Neighbors is a great co-op game. It's like something like a hundred levels or something mm. in it, and just insane shit like. Killing enemies with like six mad magazine. Yeah, six packs Mm -hmm. of soda and water bottle or um, super soakers, and you fight a giant baby, and you jump on trampolines. It's just like the ultimate like little kid adventure, but it's also like really good gameplay. I, I, I feel like... And they made a sequel that I never played just because it's like, oh, it's not... Like one, I, Ghoul Patrol. Yeah. one I didn't mention, Earthworm Jim oh. is synonymous with a 16-bit platform. I know it got a simul release, but it's way better on Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. And catch. how much could it cost? Yeah, it gets you in the ball so much. When yes. I replayed it in I don't HD, think it's I was like, this is well. too hard. <laughs> It's too yes, hard for yes, me. Yes. I'm a baby. I'm a baby. I know. But I want to just to give a shout out to Buster Bust Loose. It yeah. was something I was playing during the Tiny Toons Games era, which have a, a strange amount of great games. Yeah. Did that uh, come out on Genesis? Or? Uh, no, no. Okay. The Buster's Treasure Hunt. A, a oh. completely different Konami game came out on that. But Buster Bust Loose is like, it has a dash mechanic when Sega was like, yeah, our character runs fast. Well, Buster does too yeah. when you have to. <laughs> and he runs up walls. Yeah, and he runs up walls, and it works way better and looks way better. Yeah. It was uh, really good, and I did have that San Francisco experience where I not only uh, wandered into a store and went to go renew my pot subscription, <laughs> and they told me, Sir, you're good for another four months. Huh. And I said, Cool, and went downstairs and bought Tiny Tunes at. <laughs> 
is season one. Uh, at the same time, I'm like, this is the greatest store of all time. I have my pots and I have Tiny Toons. So this it's is great. an amoeba? Uh, yeah, an amoeba. Not to be confused with amiibo? No, no. Amoeba, the yeah. San Francisco version. So my vote is Dragon Quest V, but that is Super Famicom game, so that doesn't count. Then I am going to say the only real Mario game that's not on there, because it is not... I, I get why... Super Mario All-Stars, the remake uh, of the original shit, yeah. three for the NES. Lost forever. They put a ton of work into that. Mm-hmm. It was the first way uh, all Americans got to play the Japanese Super Mario Brothers 2, a.k.a. Lost Levels. It's just a gorgeous, gorgeous yeah. game. They made all the sprites work perfectly. They put so much care into it. It is a great way to play those games. I would, I would play Mario 3 in NES style first, but I would absolutely play it again in All-Star style, and I know you can play it. It was re-released on the Wii. Basically, it's just yeah, one they of like shoved a ROM discs. on a disc. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was... <laughs> it was... It was terrible, but that... I never got the disc. Hey, you can it buy it on be... eBay for 17 bucks. Hey, but it's just sounds... too bad they no. didn't... It's not adding more games to this. If they put All-Stars on here, or if the Super Mario World was the All-Stars Plus World instead, yeah. in that slot... It'd be an even better value proposition, but I think maybe that's Nintendo giving away too many of its babies. Or they don't like the All-Stars versions that much, and they'd rather share, like, the advanced versions, which are similar but slightly different. And have Toad speaking. They have all the talk. Yahoo! (laughs) So what Super Nintendo game would you like to see on the SNES Classic? Let us know. Go to VideoGameApocalypse. No. Go to LaserTimePodcast.com slash forums. First person to post in the forums by asking and answering the question. Gets and clean right up first. the spam. That, that'd be really appreciated. Yeah, yeah. Clean up all the spam. Gets ready for us on next week's show just for braving it. Uh, or you can answer under the comments for episode 233 on com, Or you can answer in the Laser Time community on Facebook. That's too hot. It's too <laughs> hot. It is too hot. <laughs> Anyway, that's been our show. Who's got some plugs? Well, I'll go first since I am the guest. It, was, <laughs> it is my right. Uh, no, <laughs> hey, get your plugs up. Divine <laughs> right of guests. <laughs> Sorry, it's really hot, and I drank one cider. I'm so I'm blasted right here. No, um, you drank how much? A, a cider. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> uh, okay, so hey, I apologize. I'm H N E R E Y G on Twitter. My main show is Talking Simpsons, which me, Bob, and Chris do every single week. We just went through Homer Badman, which has a 90s video game joke in there. Really? Kissing Bowler, remember? But men always follow their video game cartridges from that classic <laughs> sweet, episode sweet, and, you can, and you can listen to those episodes a week early and ad free if you are a supporter on patreon.com slash talking simpsons which is also the exclusive home to talking critic which michael is a mm-hmm. co-host on i feel like we should have a talking simpsons crossover where we talk about fake video games that only appear in the simpsons that sounds <laughs> like a top five to me yeah, baby. is that Ooh. something you'd want to see let us know yeah. go to video game blah, 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 blah. <laughs> anyway, yes, yeah. So, but follow me on Twitter, all that stuff. Uh, Laser time this week. We just watched Cabin in the Woods with yeah. you guys. It was really fun. That commentary is available a la carte on Bandcamp, or if you're a patron. Uh, and you also get exclusive episodes of An Elm Street Nightmare, the brand new show from Laser Time Network, where me and Lizzie uh, go through every Lizzie single uh, Lizzie Quavis. Uh, old favorites. We go through every single episode, uh, every single movie from Nightmare on Elm Street. It has been really fun. I've rediscovered loves and why I hate 
popular films uh, in the series. I really, really like it. Uh, and I know it's not Halloween yet, but it's there when you need it. Um, Elm Street Nightmare. Great. Uh, really happy with it. Yeah. Uh, there's also Laser Time. This week we did an episode about South Park. Well, actually not South Park, but everything that Trey Parker and Matt Stone have done outside of South Park. Mm-hmm. So we talk about Team America. We talk about Orgasmo, Basketball. Cannibal. Cannibal. This, this show they did for Fox Kids that it's is really like, weird. has the best theme song I've ever heard. Wait, what? It's, mm-hmm. you gotta, yeah, you gotta watch it on YouTube. It's amazing. Um, What's also, it called? Uh, well, time fine, listen to the show. It's called, well, it's called I don't know, don't tell him. Don't tell him. Make him listen. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's also... Don't look at his IMDb. There's also 302010, which features uh, your wife, Diana Gomez. <laughs> My wife. Uh, th- this week's episode has so many like big premieres. Like Big Bang Theory, Full House, Star Trek The Next Generation. Yeah. I think this episode... With the Princess Bride. This episode has the um, record for most characters yeah, on one image. image. <laughs> like, I you apologize. have a cast of, like, four different shows. It's beautiful. It's important. Wow. Full House premiered. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, and also, uh, Laser Times YouTube... Or and Laser Times Twitch, we stream there multiple times mm. per week, and we put the archives on YouTube, and we just did a playthrough, as we mentioned before, of Friday the 13th, which I didn't spoiler, I don't survive it ever, but I, I make it, I make it entertaining. Look at Dave's ass in the, in the yeah, game, it looks great. I, I, it's a lot of characters in bikinis. Looks great. And mm. uh, bathing suits, mm-hmm. really good. As always, you can follow the show on Twitter at VG Apocalypse, or me personally, at Wikiparas. That's been our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Uh, Dave, can I hear you on that mic? Sure, I'm just putting my beer on my Alfred Chicken Coaster. It's really cool. It is really cool. There's one that's been... There's one over there that's still sticky from energy drink. I wiped it off, I thought. Okay. I wiped the table. Yeah, it's still sticky. Wow. My mistake. Yes, it is. I'm really sticky!